What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, July 21st, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Father Zoe, a.k.a. Southside Zoe. And with me, as always, is Mr. Aldo Soto. Now, I know that we have to reschedule or we're going to reschedule our in-depth draft talk. That being said, the Cubs' fourth-round draft pick, big-name guy, he's only 17. His name is Najier Muley. I'm not saying he's a future Hall of Famer, but I'm also not saying that. So keep your eye uh, on that. I'm more looking forward to him being good and hearing super white dudes in the Wrigley Bleachers pronounce that name. I mean, they're I, just, just going to call him Nas. I have 100. Or, or I mean, Chicago Nas. Guarantee you there's a nasty Nas shirt made <laughs> halfway through his rookie season. And always leaning into the nickname now with the hat, NASCAR Mitch himself. What's up, buddy? That's right. Chicago Street Race coming 2023. So I had to celebrate the occasion. All right. We're going to get to that. I like the Wayne Gretzky hat, though. It's cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was the perfect number, the 99 car, because I was born in 99. So I was oh, like, yeah, you know what that's kind of waiting for. I was a freshman in high school. Anyways, um, <laughs> when Mitch talks about his age, is how you guys feel when I talk about my age now. So we're it used you know, to be a great now, uh, line here now. But now you're not the young guy anymore. Exactly, and now I yeah. feel how you guys feel. Yes. Um, so you might be noticing the fourth square of our Brady Bunch screen here is uh, not here. And Fids, you're getting love in the comments already. Already, where's, where's Fids? Fids? Um, so Fids lives in the desert. I don't know if you guys know this. He lives in Vegas, which is a desert. It's July, so it's hot as balls. And his AC just isn't working. So it was either melt and do the show or go stay at a buddy's house and live to play another day. He so, broke it up. The Cubs didn't draft Cam Collier. Yeah, and actually the Cubs draft, the Cubs draft broke him. Um, but where he hoped Fids, and I mean, I'm a very transparent person on this show. You know, I kind of put it all out there. I hope Fizz is okay, but I'm just more thinking about his dog. Dude. Fizz got an old dog. It's hot as hell. That dog's got a fur coat on. Like, that's why Fizz made the right move. So there will be no razzing on Fizz for this move. It was a good move. You know, can't give him shit about this one. But uh, he'll be back next week. And also, Fizz kind of put together our whole draft like uh recap show he had the guests coming these were you know we were excited to have these guys on um we didn't kill the idea we just you know this was kind of fids's child so we uh we're gonna wait we're gonna do it next week um that way fids can be here for it it just wouldn't be right if we did it without that'd be kind of really shitty um actually really shitty so we're not gonna do that so instead we're going to talk about the second half, what we're looking forward to in the second half of the season. And it's it's about that time to start up the old trade deadline shows. Uh, so, Mitch, this is your first trade deadline with us. So, this is going to get fun, bud. Trust me, because it gets weird fast. Um, yeah. Uh, so, all that and much, much more. Make sure you're getting in the chat. Uh, don't be shy. The water's fine. And uh, let's have this guy. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. 
It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season, nigga, it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. Can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season make it all change. Take me out to the bar, yeah. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season make it all change. As always, the show is brought to you by Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. Make sure you download the app, turn on push notifications, so if and when a trade happens during the MLB trade deadline, you'll be the first one to know. Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. Download the app, turn on push notifications, and make sure you're checking out NASCAR Mitch's work at Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. So, um, All-Star Game came and went. I thought it was really good this year. Uh, I was pretty excited about this home run derby. It kind of delivered. My boy Julio, people know who Julio is now. He didn't win. It seems like that happens, though, now every year. Like, there's the dude that like, puts him. on the show, and then there's the dude that wins. Vladdy. It happened to Vladdy. Happened to show Otani. Otani. Mm-hmm. It's just, I told my buddy, uh, I was like, they have to, they either have to make it aggregate or something because. I mean, Julio Rodriguez, every round, he went first, right? So, like, he had to keep putting yes. on because he didn't know what number was going to win it. And, like, obviously, he's going to be tired at the end. Right. So, they, they need to change the format. They, I Hand up. I kind of just sat out everything all-star break stuff. <laughs> I barely watched the derby. Did not watch a single pitch of the all-star game. I was just seeing whatever was popping up on Twitter. Uh, but for the derby, it seemed like a shit show this year. Uh, the ESPN broadcast. Schwarber got hosed. Schwarber just got, yeah. The counter was off. The Pujols got the extra home run. The pitcher, the so, thrower didn't even throw the ball. The thing, that was the, some, the thing that was most annoying to me was Carl Ravage would say it's a home run before it like even left the guy's bat. Because yeah. there was obviously a delay. And so like Julio, with the ball would like make contact with the bag. He's like, and it's number 17. It's like, you don't know that yet. How do you know that yet? And then I figured that, out it was that, a delay. Not only that, I mean, he said that. And like Pujols, I think he, he claimed like the first two were gone and they they were not. Yeah, that, that was the other thing. Cause like I, I saw that clip of like the, the Schwarber, like the, oh, they didn't count an extra home run. But then I saw like another clip where it was like, well, they like, called the home run that wasn't and it's like well what what are you guys how are how are you getting one of the simplest things right and get, the, you you can televise and, and get in, this wrong in dodger stadium like the sun is like a very like critical element in dodger stadium like the shadows coming to play the sun but as the angle of the sun changed watching it on tv you could just you couldn't see the ball yeah so you were like banking on his call so like this could have been fixed for all I know. He could have just been like, yeah, that was another one. Sure, tally that one. Like, the only time you knew it wasn't a home run is when a kid almost got, like, leveled on the outfield. Which, by the way, how has one of those kids not died yet? The, I mean, they need to do, I, yeah, something. Because, like, here's the thing. I remember a few years ago, you know, when Schwarber went up against Harper in the final, 
and you know hard, at that time i guess they still had the rule where you had to wait until the ball landed and now like nobody cares and i'm fine with that but again it does make a shitty experience if you're watching it because they just keep hitting you can't keep track of it it's it's dangerous yeah like the um american association they had their home run derby like chicago dogs and it was in rosemont this year so i was like all right you know i'll go my buddy has season tickets so i went out with him and there was a guy that got pelted by one and that that thing had to be at least over 100 miles like exit velocity but you'll be looking up at a home run and then like they'll throw the next pitch next thing you know another line drives like screaming at you it was dangerous yeah and it's like I mean, it's like the oldest dodgeball move of all time. Like you get you and your buddy, one of them throws it up in the air. When the idiot looks up at the ball, you just gun it as hard as you can at his balls. And <laughs> I just felt like that was going to happen to these kids all the time because they're all looking up at these pop-ups. And then like Juan Soto would hit like a 110 mile an hour line drive. And you're like, yo, like, please move. Like, oh shit. And I mean, I know they're all standing back by the warning track, but that's 110 miles an hour. It still hurts. Yeah. That's, that's going to fucking sting, dude. I saw I saw some fans bringing up uh, the thought to bring it back to the 10 outs. And I think I would do a hybrid where maybe do bring back the 10 outs, but then like give them bonus outs or whatever, bonus swings like after. You know, you know now they do the 30-second uh, bonus time if you hit like two over 440. Like do something like that. Like give them extra swings for every four hundred and forty foot home run or something. Because like right now it's got like too ridiculous. So like, how can I you not track that on like, TV? I like the sense of urgency. The time, like, the time thing needs to be cleaned up. Like it's obviously flawed. But like when it was just the ten out rule, it just kind of turned into like, like yeah, wait, man, the home run derby is practice, but it was it was very boring to watch. Yeah. At least yeah. there's a sense of urgency, and you like you like this. this is, oh, like ten seconds. Like, can he get another one off? Like, I I kind of like that element. And I also, yeah, I need. They need to like. There was good things about all the different formats they've done, and I think if like all those said, if they can roll all those into one, yeah. Because when they got that extra time too, they had to use those pink and white like uh, T-Mobile balls. Uh-huh. And on ESPN, they kept bringing up like how they couldn't pick up the laces, but it's like your your thrower is not throwing you you know 12 6 curveballs here like why do you need to pick up the laces acuna's guy was that guy did pitching ninja do a pitch tracks on that guy all right should I? <laughs> he might i forget who tweeted it but it was funny that thing had some spin on it like oh it's greg maddox throwing batting practice yeah so i mean i don't know it was cool i i I just always marvel and just how strong these guys are. Like, it's just amazing. It's just an amazing thing to me. And like, I don't know. It was cool. The biggest thing to me was you guys know Julio Rodriguez has been my guy since preseason. Like I was talking this kid up yep. as my rookie of the year, you know, in our whatever show and me and Herb Lawrence have this like joke going, you know, about him all season and all this shit. And, he let the world know. I mean, that was a big stage. You know, you're out there on your own on an island, which is rare in baseball. And he just put on it. He has such a good swing, dude. Such a good swing. He's a stud. And no one really realized it. Like, you look at his numbers. It's like, wow, he has that many home runs this year because he plays in Seattle. So no one really watches him. But the kid, just just, hope, he's a stud. That's my biggest fear for him is he gets Mike Trout. Where he plays on a West Coast team, yeah. so three fourths of the country doesn't watch it. His team barely ever makes the postseason, and this great talent just gets it, locked up. 
it, but it's the, he is starting to get attention, though. Obviously, this is going to help. And then, like, the Mariners, they're on, like, that long winning streak now. So, hopefully, at least for, you know, if you are a fan of J-Rod and uh, the Mariners, that keeps up. But then he also had the thing where he had a slow start, and then the Mariners were underachieving in April. Yes. So, everyone's kind of, every, yeah, they kind of just forgot about him. Yep. And the other thing, though, about him, though, I mean, the dude's just, he's fast as fuck, dude. Oh, yeah, that dude's great at, like, he's, like, the... He's a five-tool player. He's a five-tool player. He's he just five does everything player. so great. Yeah. And then the biggest thing for me that I took away from the home run derby was it's in Seattle next year, and Ken Griffey Jr. hinted that he's going to participate in it. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, I, I mean, as we saw with Pujols, you can rig it. Just give him the first-round win. Yes. Um, so, sure. If, if Ken Griffey Jr., Oh my God, that'd be insane! I think give me all the old heads. Give me Barry Bonds. The conditioning thing—that—that's what I would be worried about because there's no doubt in my mind he can still rake. It's just that it it wipes you out after. Give, like if he time. if he starts right now and he trains for a year, Ken Griffey Jr. can <laughs> throw up some numbers. I think he, he's kind of a big boy these days, though. What's Frank Thomas up to? Is he still slinging his uh, boner pills? Hormone pill, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got the eugenics. He doesn't. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, Frank's got boner pills. Hit home runs, and the girls will love it too. Yes, <laughs> but that was the biggest thing. And then the actual game—it was an all-star game. I mean, some cool plays. Ta played well. Yep. Uh, he was the second leg of a pretty dope double play. He was uh, the worst part of that double play. Right. Without he was doubt. in the highlight. Um, nice base hit, scored. You know, whatever he did his thing. Uh, beef. There will be no Griffey slander. And by the way, you are slim yourself, sir. So I don't want to hear it. All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't got really much on the All Star game. It was. It, I was really hoping it was going to be tied after nine, so they would do that new, yeah, like three hitter home runoff. I, I think everybody was rooting for a tie, but uh, yeah. That's all I got on the, the AL is 21, three and one since 1997. Yeah. And I think <laughs> when the NL had the lead in the first inning, it was the first time, it's only the second time they've had a lead in like 14 years. That's great. Yeah. No, I think I looked it up because the, so the AL is now won it nine straight years. Uh, haven't lost it since 2012, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that was like, yeah, the NL won it in 10, 11, and 12. And then the only other thing I got from the game was Liam Hendricks and Julio Rodriguez are now best friends. So Julio's coming to White Sox. There you go. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I trade Luis Robert for him right now. No. I'd rather have Julio Rodriguez than Luis Robert. No. Nah. Ah. No. <laughs> Still stand by my no, I, I mean, got, you got to stand by. You got to stand by your guy in that. Louise Frodebert, I've seen that going around. Hilarious. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, Louise Roberts. I mean, they're basically they're almost like the same player in a sense. Fast, good power. When stays healthy. For now, he's he's still got to. I'm just I'm just kidding. I know, but what? yeah. Dylan Cease obviously got screwed over, so that took some of the excitement out of the All Star game. Felt a little tainted, but I I must say, like as much as Joe Buck gets slandered, I, I missed uh, old Joe Buck in the booth. Like he, when he calls games, it has a big game feel, regardless if you like him. And I actually think like with age, he was getting a lot better at the baseball calls. So like that game, I don't know. It, it I kind of missed him 
It didn't yeah. feel like as big of a game. Smoltz, Smoltz commended everyone for their silent professional. Like literally at one point of the game, Smoltz said everybody was like a, a pro's pro or a silent pro, whatever. Tim Anderson, was. silent professional. Yeah, yeah. There's, but I don't know. That's, I mean, you guys got anything else on the All Star game? It was just kind of. Nah, it was kind of. Nah. Yeah, it was what it yeah, was. Nothing. I, mean, I got nothing. So let's get into the topic because I feel like this is going to take the longest that is taking over the baseball world by storm. Where's Juan Soto going to go? First things first. Do you think Juan Soto is on the nationals in two weeks? I mean, just based off the recent reports seems I'm going to go. No, seems like, they're ready to ship him off. Yeah, it's obvious when you offer him that amount of money. If he's turning down that amount of money. He doesn't want to stay, and his trade value is going to be at the highest now while he still has the two years yeah. left. You can milk the most out of him. It doesn't make any sense to hang on to him, especially if he's going to leave. The team's crap, so it's not like they're building a contender anytime soon. So it makes the most sense to ship him off now while his value is still the highest. Yeah. Does him publicly turning down that offer and, like, basically just saying, I want the fuck out of here. Does that hurt Washington's leverage in these trade talks? I mean, technically they don't have to do anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, they technically don't have to do anything. So I still, no matter what, the other thing is though, looking back, again, I don't think there's ever been a trade that's going to happen. That's going to come close to this, but uh, I forget. I mean, a few people have made this point. When you look back at like big trades, I know like there is the big one with the Cubs a couple times back in 2016, 17. Like those were like huge overpays. Mm-hmm. But like when you look at other trades, you always when like the speculation at first starts, you're like you always think like, oh, this is gonna team's gonna have to give up like a whole bunch of people. It doesn't really always turn out that way. Like look at the Lindor right. trade with the with no, Cleveland. I and I agree with you. And then to kind of add a twist to that, the news that came out today, Wednesday is Washington's like, yeah, you know, we're ready to trade Soto, uh, but you're taking Corbin Burns too. Like that's, yeah, that, like that's it, part yeah, of the deal. A, yeah, and, and that's basically this, driving down the price down. You're taking like, this like, horseshit contract. This <laughs> and then, so on that note, I want to share this. I took a screenshot of it so I could share it. This comes from awesome Twitter follow, awesome human being, Bennett Carroll, at the Bennett K on Twitter. He put this out there. I know he's being facetious, but just so people can see, because everybody loves this site. No, oh, I, I knew it was going to pop up. Everybody loves this site, <laughs> the Trade Valuator. I, I got one of them. I got one of those two for the Cubs. At, so at the... they got Corbin, who has a value of minus fifty four point nine, and Soto, whose value is one seventy six point eight. So that gives the total value to one twenty one point nine. So to make this happen, according to this trade machine, the White Sox would have to give up the small package of Dylan Cease, Cespedes, Colas, Eloy, Montgomery, and Rodriguez. And that actually makes the trade dead even at 121-121. Deal. Fuck no. Yeah, no. You cannot take all you can't take all that away from the White Sox and still say you're and still claim you're not rebuilding. And Montgomery, I mean, the way he's playing. He he's got superstar potential written all over. Like right? that kid's good. I th- you're only losing from those players. You're only using one player that matters. Cease. I understood that, but I'm just saying. Like Eloy Jimenez, I'm sorry. 
No, I think I don't disagree there, but I think a uh, a tradable asset on this team right now. Mm-hmm, for sure. I but, would, you know, for that trade, I just, I try to sneak in Kopech be like, hey, we're going to keep C's, but how about Kopech? I mean, it's going to take well, it's something. It's not going like to happen because they're not going to pay that salary anyway, even if they yeah. do. Like, so, that's like, the other tough part. It's like, you still have to do all this, but then you have to sign a five hundred million right. dollar contract. And then also, my thing about what I ask people to think about when you're talking about a Soto trade, and people are like, "Oh, you can't trade this prospect for him." Soto's twenty three. Yeah. Soto is like a like a the prospect of all prospects. You know what I mean? Like, I know Montgomery's still a kid, but like he's like younger than Colas. He's younger than Cespedes. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so I it's like I'm trading either of them either. But no, it's not gonna. I mean. I know, I know this is all extremely tongue-in-cheek, but, like, yeah, I mean, I, so, I guess let me start with this. I said it a couple episodes ago, I'm going to say it again, look right in the camera, I'm looking into your soul right now. Juan Soto's not coming to the White Sox. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But, if it were to happen, (laughs) uh, Eloy's in the package. I think if you can get Kopik instead of Cease, that's fine with me. Here's another one. Colas, Cespedes, fine, fine. Throwing the wind, Sosa. Or... They'd want Montgomery, though. Like know, Montgomery I, would have yeah. to be included in that. And for what? either team, it doesn't make any sense. Because like the White Sox, I feel like you're, you're trading Cease or like Kopik, who's two valuable assets in a rotation when you're trying to make, you know, a run for the playoffs. Right. Nice so it would be. And for the Cubs, too, for a rebuild, why are you trading uh, all of a sudden? Like, and it's not like they have a deep farm system. I know they're middle of the pack, but you're not going to be trading the limited prospects you do have for one guy, and that just gets you right back to where you were. So I agree. Sense. And I agree with Alex here, which, by the way, Alex, you did a fucking fantastic job on your CHGO appearance. Um Hard to see the White Sox deal for Soto without including one of either Robert or Cease. Any trade without one of those guys gets Rizzo fired, let's be real. I agree. I mean, they're not trading Luis Robert. As much as Beef Love wants to do it, they're not trading Luis Robert. And um, I, Dylan Cease is in the running for Cy Young, even though he wasn't an all-star. And I hope Dylan just goes on a fuck you tour in the second half of the season and it just... I may or may not have a ticket of him leading the league in strikeouts at the end Same. of the year too that I'm very much rooting for. Um, Give it yeah. out on this show. So that, that's the biggest thing with me with the Soto trade talks is just <laughs> you're mortgaging a lot of the future to get this one guy who, again, is only 23, but like, I don't know. As good as he is, just look at the Angels and what accumulating all these stars do. Like in baseball, you need depth on the team. And, you know, you got the Angels, you got Mike Trout, you got Rendon, uh, Otani. <laughs> I mean, and look at that, Scott. Sorry, Mitch. Like, sorry, Mitch. I just I want to point this out because I was just making sure he was listening. Mitch, this was before the NASCAR Mitch era of the show. But the first time we had Beef Loaf on this show, he wrote an article talking about trading Suarez for Luis Robert before Luis Robert was Luis Robert. You know what I mean? Right, right. And we had him on the show because I was like, this is, I can't believe this guy just wrote this. And that's actually where like our friendship really took off. I love beef. Beef's awesome. And see, this is how you are. This is how to be a good sport about shit. Like I see people try to get salty about takes ahead. We all have bad takes. Just some of us actually record them. 
in either print or on shows. You just got to own it and you move on. No one's betting a thousand in this game. So Mitch sorry, brought ahead. up the Angels and their star power and using that as a. Now I've only I've only viewed this uh, stand, uh, from a Cubs fan standpoint, and uh, like I get I get why you bring that up, but at the same time, the Angels just have never developed any starting pitching in the past decade, or just any pitching in general. They tried a little this year, getting into free agency right. with uh, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, I mean, I don't know how will you get. You have Ethan Katz. Obviously, he's worked magic with uh with Dylan C's get uh bringing along Kopech uh you know trying to get Giolito to that next level um so like I, I don't know well you know, I think going down to the minors how you feel comfortable of like well okay yeah because no matter you're gonna be giving up a lot um but like so, I mean for the Sox Right now, you have pretty much the team. You're going to give up like two right. major pieces from an M- your MLB squad, but you're also replacing them with like a six, seven war play. The point, I think, the point being more with the Angels' point is just because you bring in a super like Juan Soto, generational talent, one of the best of the game, but it's not basketball. Just because you bring in some superstar right. does not mean you're going to contend. And therefore, I would not give up an absurd price. Like when they're saying they want. I think they, I forgot who tweeted it. They were saying they wanted like the top three prospects, uh, a young mm-hmm. pitcher, and then you, but then you have to pay them over $400 million on top yeah. of that. Cause that's what he just turned on. It's just not, I I don't think it'd be worth it. If I'm a GM, absolutely. The, 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 the big money that always, that confused me too, because from the, from the national standpoint, like they were offering him the, what was it? 440 or 446. I think it, so it was 15 years. Like if you're committed to the 440 number, why all he, all Juan Soto wants right now, like guys are just trying to get like the most money per year. And like the, the other big contract is Mike Trout who got like 34, 35 a year. Why not just like beat that AAV and not do it 15 years. I didn't get that. Part. Like if you, you're already yeah. like, okay, we're, we're willing to commit 440. Do that over 12 years. Like just get that, get that average annual value up. And like, he probably thinks about it more and doesn't just flat out decline it. Um, I didn't get that part in terms of uh, the nationals. I know that they're going through a Maybe. sale now too. So I mean, I we're talking, we're talking about ridiculous amounts of money. So I kind of get their apprehension, I guess. The only thing I can think of is, I mean, maybe Soto just doesn't want to be there, and that looks like a big number. So, like, if you're going to trade a guy like Juan Soto, you have to at least show the fans from a PR site, look, we offered him a huge contract. We tried. He just doesn't want – like, that's – I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Because that's a good point. I mean – Like, for the team like that signs them, they can be like, all right, we'll give you – We'll give you four hundred for ten years. That's forty million dollars a year. It's still less than the four forty, but it's a lot. It's eleven million more per year than what the Nationals were offering. So, I think he just sees the writing on the wall in Washington. He's like, this team's going nowhere, and I'm not being handcuffed to this team for fifteen years. Like that's right. just ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not doing that. And yeah, I think he just wants to get paid now. I think give him. If I'm him, I'm taking. You know. Maybe like a four-year deal. Now, here's a question for you. Had he accepted that offer, do they give him the private jet to the home run derby? Probably. <laughs> With that kind of money, he can buy his own plane. Buy Shit. his own. Yeah. Oh, so you think they're, may, they're still leaving him out to dry? Like, 
But, and also knowing Washington, I know the details didn't come out. They probably Bobby Bonilla the shit out of this deal too. Apparently they said that there weren't any deferrals. I doubt it. I don't believe Washington likes to do that. I don't, I don't believe that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like that's the other thing. It's it's such a long deal that like for a player it does lose the value over time. It's fifteen. Years. Like again, if it was like ten for less than the four forty, but it was still like four hundred or three eighty, something just something that beats the Mike Trout number per yeah. year. He probably thinks about it more if if it is just the money. You know who knows? Because that's the thing. What we're talking about a team just unloading their farm system. Unless you're going to like a Dodgers, a Yankees, uh, you know, maybe an Astros. Uh, a Padres, like you know, it's still going to take a, a couple years for them to get everything going, too. It's not like he's going to automatically the, win either. <laughs> that's the thing, though. Teams like the Dodgers, the Padres, they have a farm system where they can give up pieces and still maintain like the main core of players they have. No, that's right. right. I'm saying, like, besides those teams, like, oh, the, okay. If, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear, yeah, you like if, okay. if, like, besides like the Dodgers, the, the Yankees, like, yeah, the Padres. Uh, I'm not sure how good the Astro system is, but like you know, they're another good team right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I just, he, it's not it, like he's going to a team and then that team traded like for their best prospects, and you know they're gonna take a couple years to rebuild. Still, right? Like if the White Sox made a deal for Juan Soto, they're crippled for a long time. Like the, the, they, the they just horrible, have to win this year. <laughs> yeah, they, that would be the thing. They would or like have to within win, until he ha- becomes a free. No, they would have to win. Yeah, because I mean, I guess. The only way you can go is up for the White Sox farm system. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they're taking like a mid-tier farm system and going in the basement. White Sox are in the right. basement. They got the futon. They got a TV. They got a like a toaster oven. They've like, been down even, there for a while. Like Colson Montgomery is like a legit like top 50 prospect right now. And I think and, they're ranked 29th, like right. the 29th best farm system. But in my baseball gut, I think it's the Padres. Ooh, I think the Padres get him. And I think the Padres get him. They get they Tatis the back healthy. They have Machado going. The pitching's in, but I think the Padres get him. And that's a fucking unit. I mean, Tatis and fun. Soto alone, two young guns. And then you got Manny Machado, who's arguably in his prime. Putting up then, MVP numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then you can build around that. They got a competent GM. You can build around that. By the way, I just saw this uh, from that same website, the the trade value thing. Yeah. Uh, This was a joke, uh, an obvious joke one, but it's just, you know, the flaw of this website or whatever. But Mm -hmm. it's uh, Cubs Cubs and White Sox trade. Eloy Jimenez, value 11.3. Uh, For Nick Madrigal, value 11.6. Seems like a fair trade. Oh, so we're just going to swap it back? That'd be. Do you know? I I would actually. You guys need a second baseman. Cubs need some power. I would do. Neither will play. I would do. I would probably do the Ron Swanson gif if that happened and just walk out to a dumpster and throw all my electronical devices (laughs) in a dumpster. Come on, I would not want to be be anywhere near anything that I can log on to Twitter with because it would just be, oh my God, it would be such a dumpster fire. Oh my God. I couldn't even, I'm, I don't know, but I would thank socks. I would even care if Eloy ended up being bad. Every, every at bat up, I would just tweet out thanks socks. But, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, no, the Cardinals don't want him, Alex. Cardinals fans don't want Soto. He's not a winner. He's an I guy. He's not he's a winner. A guy. He's a me guy. He's I, no I Harrison Bader. Let me tell you. Yeah, I got I got some. Uh, follow the best fans in baseball account. It's absolutely hilarious. And there's legit Cardinals fans that they're like, yeah, well, what has Washington won when he's not on a team surrounded by all stars? Nothing. <laughs> I don't think they'd give up Yachty for him straight up. Yeah. No, they wouldn't. Well, they wouldn't trade Yachty for a trout. So why would uh, yeah, they trade him so. for Soto? I mean, let's call it what it is. He's. Not a white dude. If the Cardinals end but, up with Juan Soto, I might just, I didn't like all that stuff. shuffling going on. Oh my god! There. Could you imagine? Oh my god! Could you imagine his first game in a Cardinals uniform and he does the shuffle? Oh, their heads are gonna blow up. If the Cardinals get Juan Soto, I might just I might tap out, guys. Uh, no, here let me paint I might this. Not watch let me let me set the scene for you. <laughs> Cardinals just pull off this huge trade for Juan Soto. Trade a huge package for Juan Soto. Juan Soto's first game wearing the Cardinal uniform in Bush Stadium. You know, people are already on the fence about this young Latina kid that, you know, is a little, he's not really a winner. And uh, he goes 0 for 4, or he's 0 for 3, and it's his last bat of the game. Ball one, he does the shuffle. Strikes out, goes 0 for 4 for the game. I would, I'm creating four burner accounts just to be on Cardinals Twitter that whole day. <laughs> I need to read every tweet and I'm going in all the Facebook groups. Cause that's where the really good shit's going to be. Yeah, yeah. All the Cardinal fan Facebook groups. I'm in all of them the next day. Wait, you need a silent professional like Paul Goldschmidt. Oh my God. I, uh, that, that, I mean, that's other thing that's going to piss me off. Cause if the Cardinals trade for Juan Soto, Alex mentioned they have the seven, uh, top 100, uh, prospects. They, they would, they would somehow get, get Juan Soto for like n a nothing package. Just oh, how yeah, they got I mean, Goldschmidt. That's, and that's just what they do. That's what they do. Just but, I mean, just every NL team gift your best fucking player to the Cardinals for nothing. And you know what? That's the thing. I like a lot of players on the Cardinals. I just really don't like Cardinals fans. Yeah. Like the fan fan base is like uh, I don't really care about the Cardinals. They don't affect the White Sox whatsoever. But like I shouldn't say all oh, I don't like Cardinals fans. I hate when people use general terms for uh -huh. but I don't like the majority of the Cardinals fan base. Yeah. That's a good way for me to put that. And you can clip that whatever you want, and I'll have them all come for me. I'll just be like, "Hey guys, we're good." But anyways, um, <laughs> the uh, Dodgers, the Dodgers really have the horses, dude. The first one, uh, yeah, <laughs> that I saw tweeted out was like a on that trade machine that I fucking loathed. But it was like the biggest name from the Dodgers was like Gavin Lux. And then it was like four prospects, and it didn't even include Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller is a stud, by the way. He's a pitcher in the Dodgers system. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. And I'm basing this strictly off of MLB The Show. But he is a <laughs> stud. And I learned a lot about prospects from that game. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm with you, though. I'm with you. I'm with you. And uh, he wasn't even including that trade. And, like, I think they put that uh, – May in there, you know, the dude with the hair. Yeah, yeah. He's coming off he's uh, coming off injury. injury. And then there was like three dudes I've never heard of before. And like the values evened out. And I was like, so they'd have Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, and Juan Soto as their outfield. Decent. Pretty pretty good. With with Trey Turner. With Trey Turner still. Still 
Jesus Christ, that would just be. And I mean, what's their catcher's name? He's having. He had a great end of the first half. Will Smith. Yeah, Hopefully. he was hitting fucking piss missiles all over the place. Justin Turner turning it on at third base. Oh, fuck that. That guy sucks. Just as a human being, I've lost. <laughs> I lost all fandom for that guy when the Dodgers won their oh, COVID right, championship, and he tested positive and went back on the field to celebrate. Oh yeah, that was bogey. What yeah. a selfish asshole. I mean. No, thank God nothing came out of it. But like, what if like one of the players' kids got it from you? Because the whole families were on the field. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you. And they go visit their grandparents. The next yeah, thing you know, half yeah, nursing yeah. homes knocked out. I, so just, um, that guy, I that pissed me off. I yeah. No matter how you feel about the disease, fuck it. But anyways, uh, I think it. I think it'll be the Padres, but I would be very wary of the Dodgers. Oh man, that, that's uh, I mean, just bringing it back to like the the Cubs. They have the pieces where they can do it. Where like, yes, they would they would drain like basically. Well, why would they the do top. that? Makes Aren't no they going to trade Contreras anyways? No sense. No, because guys, if you're getting him, you're not getting. You're going to sign him to an extension. He is your star that you build around. You ha- you're going to have a, a ten years. I fucking hope that in that decade time, you're going to build the team around him. Yeah, but like what are right you, now, you, to you, just you just decimated you just your to... farm system from that trade. You're paying them all this money. So, like, you, you're kind of just bad. It doesn't really do you any good. Like, yeah, you just become the Nationals for, like, the next two years. But then you'd hope that in after that, the next eight years, that then you actually do spend more. Because, uh, so, like, the, the trade, because like, wh- what I read was, so they will either want top four prospects or, like, a mix of, like, top or, like, And two... they want MLB-ready guys. Which the Cubs have. Yep. Well, here, let me paint you a little Cubs Ooh, point. Frank Schwindel? No. As much as I love Nico Horner, if he has to be included in the package, he's included in the package. Wait. All right. So let's do a little Cubs porn. So let's say they pull this off. They get Juan Soto. So they obviously keep Willie Contreras because you don't do this for Juan Soto just to let Wilson Contreras No, that's walk. fine. You can trade Wilson Contreras in another But trade. then... Why would they want Wilson Contreras though? Because he's going to be... No, no, not in this trade. I, that's fine. No, right, no, no, no. no. Let, yeah, yeah. Back. So they, they pull the trade for Soto. They they work it out with Contreras. There's a lot of good shortstops that are going to be free agents this offseason. So if you make that deal for Soto now, and then you know you got Willie Contreras coming back. So now you have arguably the best right fielder in the game. You have the best, arguably the best catcher in the National League. Now you, this is all contingent on the Ricketts fucking opening that Spending. wall. By that's the way. that's yeah. ultimately where it gets. And then you go out and you get one of the top five free agent shortstops. The Cubs are fucking legit. Like right there. Like you're good to go. And if you somehow keep Morrell and plus you have Suzuki out there and you get him a year healthy. You go get your, your pitching's fucking booty right now, but yeah. And like that—that's that, where the other factor comes in. Where, where I was and talking this is about also earlier. true. Yeah, we're doing. Aaron Judge is going to be a free agent after this year. They could, yeah, they could do that too. Did I you mean, see the all the? Did you see? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Sorry, before you get going, all the. Did you see the inner Aaron Judge interview? Yeah, yeah, the, that clip that was where... some hack reporting, right? There. I don't want to put you on the spot, but crying, uh... laughing, I was in tears. I was laughing. I was on the golf course when it happened. I stopped my whole group and was like, "You guys got to watch this." I so I didn't see like the entire context of it. who who was Jacob. So was it was just, just some fan, kid, man, or... and she's like, "Yeah, something about like wanting to see his favorite Yankee," and blah blah blah. Uh, okay. and she's like, "What do you want to say to him?" Basically, she was 
she found a round a really shitty roundabout she way to saying, ask him if he was coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she could have easily just been like, "Are you coming back?" Right. Instead, right. she made she had this story about a kid and named Jake. Him wanted to see his favorite Yankee next year, and Aaron's like, "Uh, yeah, we got a lot of good Yankees on this team." Like, yeah, Jacob, so there's a lot of great Yankees, me, man. Like, uh, whatever, but yeah, but so in my head, what I'm doing for the Cubs porn right now though is like. That's like See, that's, a perfect that's the other storm. thing. That's Alex a brought up storm. Alex brought up uh Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, love him. He's 30. Juan Soto's 23. I'm taking mm-hmm. Juan Soto every day. Um better player, just... better player right now on July 21st, 2022 is Aaron Judge. Right, but, but I'm talking about yeah, but like you can build with Aaron Judge, you still have some of your you didn't just give up all of your assets to add that too. You can still I mean, build around him. We're we're going plus. We're making pros and cons lists for both guys right now. There's really no one saying anything that's wrong. Because Mitch, you make a great point too, though. I mean, you could sign Aaron Judge, and all you're losing is money, and you still have your whole farm intact. Yeah, yeah. And the other part is where I don't mind giving up the pieces is because the Cubs' track record in terms of developing pitching from the Theo days got awful. Literally, his only guy that he drafted as a pitcher and they drafted a bunch uh, <laughs> back when he was running the show was Paul Blackburn for the A's that like he was eventually picked off like off wave or like via trade from like another team. So uh, Paul Blackburn is a very innocent victim of Zoe hate. I hate oh, Paul no. Blackburn because he is the, he was the A's everyone gets one guy. Oh and yeah. I, I really think he took Cease's spot, but yeah. anyways, continue. Yeah, he did. Him and that Nectar, neck whatever that Nestor dude, Cortez. Nestor, Nestor, he should have been an all star over that dude, but yeah. he does crazy yeah. windups. Um, I saw your tweets. I yeah. so bitter. It was such a salty tweet. <laughs> I, I came from such a dark place. I was so salty. But uh, no, what I was gonna say is just uh, the Cubs have a lot of flaws. Obviously, they have a lot of hatred from how things went down with their core guys. Just couldn't ever work out a deal. Whether you say now that, hey, there probably was a better thing that they didn't. Regardless of that, I trust the new player development system that they have because they've taken guys that were like just middling in the minors, really not having a path to the majors. And over the past two seasons, they've made them viable options, especially on the pitching side, like uh, Keegan Thompson, Justin Steele. They converted Scott Efros from like, he was basically going to just not be in the minor leagues anymore. They reworked his style. He's not a sidewinder and he's one of the best relievers in baseball. Um, so I trust their pitching development into if they trade a couple of their, you know, if they trade, if the package has to include either Keegan Thompson or Justin Steele, and then you add uh, uh, Caleb Killian, who they got in the Chris Bryant trade, who's uh, like fringe top 100 prospect. Uh, he struggled also, in his like couple starts. Didn't the Cubs just draft more pitchers than any other team? They in baseball? just drafted, I think, out of their 20 picks, 17 were pitchers, three are position players. So, yeah, most that they're any loading other, up on any other team. Yeah, and I mean, that's a great fuck. One of those guys got a hit, yeah. And like, and that's <laughs> the thing, they, those, they have, they have other guys. current guys already in their system that you know, from these previous drafts where they've changed their focus with a new player, their new player development guys that you would think are going to deliver in the next couple of years. Uh, on the hitting side, yeah, you would take a hit because you would probably have to include, you know, Pete Crow Armstrong, who is now like a top, a bona fide top 100 prospect. 
There's Brennan Davis who's coming off uh, like back. It was I like a. That's him, the dude. thing. It was a back surgery, but it, it had to do with like Brennan blood Davis. vessels. I forgot. So, like it wasn't Brennan really Davis. a back. And problem. you got the kid from uh, the South Side, Ed the shortstop. Him, yeah, or Howard. Ed Howard. Ed Howard. Yeah. Ed Howard. He's Ed injured. Howard. Like that's the thing. Ed Howard, man. That he's right now. If you look at the Cubs prospect, he's not even like in the top twenty. What? What did he hurt? Hip. Ooh, that's he's injured? had a rough go of it because he yeah. gets drafted and then he can't play because of COVID and then the minor leagues aren't going and then he's got the brutal hip injury. I, I do feel I feel bad for him because he hasn't tough. been able to get a good start. So uh, it's gonna be up to fine for him. He's but. a Chicago Catholic League kid. He'll he'll get through it. He'll be here. He'll be so. here. Like they would take like the Cubs could they could do a package, but like again, it ultimately depends on you get Juan Soto, so you're getting him because okay, so like you're gonna extend him, right? So you're gonna you're you're saying that you're willing to spend money, but are you actually? Or are you just going to be like, all right, guys, you have Juan Soto, that's it. Yeah. And then just that, not sign. If they just stop there, then yes, I'm, it doesn't make any sense. That's, dude, that's the thing. The, everything we've said in the last 20 minutes is fucking awesome, but it all depends on if the Ricketts would spend the money. And and both owners, we know. Both owners are not. not. Alligator arms galore. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. And, I guess I want to start. The Soto shit is great. I mean, the Soto shit has just taken over all of baseball Twitter. But with the trade deadline, you know, in sight, and the White Sox, and we talked about this. We did talk about this that if they took three out of four from the Twins, which they did in fucking awesome fashion, because they didn't just take three out of four; they fucking stomped a mud hole in their ass. Uh that it shifts the focus at the trade deadline for the White Sox. And Alex, our guy Alex, who's in the chat, which I always appreciate and love him for, he I've been sold on Drury ever since he said it. I can't get Drury out of my mind now. And I think it's a realistic thing. I really do. I think that's a guy I got circled for the White Sox. I I don't know where it slots in. And, like, can Drury play second base? He's a second baseman. I'm pretty sure that's where you're. Let's go. I think he's mainly played infield. I think. But I mean, you look, Yoan Mankata had a great end of the first half, especially with runners in scoring positions, which was a huge problem for this White Sox team. Um, I tweeted out earlier today, thinking about the second half of the season with the gif of Michael Scott saying, I'm ready to be hurt again. I have hyped myself up to unbelievable heights about this White Sox team in the second half of the season. And I like to talk about why. And it's because, let's start right away with Yohan Mankata, a resurgence of him, you know, hitting with runners in scoring position, having a great July so far. Uh, before this lightheaded stuff, which, by the way, I'm kind of freaked out we haven't seen anything updates on that, by the way. Yeah. Um, maybe I missed it, but haven't seen any updates. It sounds Robert, like vertigo. Which who, someone, else, someone else had that on the White Sox not too long John ago. Not Cooper. Oh, okay. And... But, all right, so Luis Robert had a great July. Jose Abreu hasn't struck out in, like, 150 at-bats. Like, he, it's just, the dude's insane. Okay, Andrew Vaughn is hitting piss missiles everywhere. Um, Gavin Sheets, actually, after his AAA stint, came back putting great barrel on the ball. He yeah. learned to put the ball, like, beat the shift. And he got a couple hits that way when he got called mm-hmm. back up. And I think you saw his confidence start to grow. And then the power came with it. But, like, I was really impressed. He started going the opposite field because there was a couple times, like, he'd hit some little dribbler opposite side and it beat the shift. And 
Because I think his first 15 games out, he was hitting over 300. So that and then team is huge. Liam Hendricks has been arguably the best closer in baseball in July. And then another thing that I don't think is being focused on enough by people, which I get it, as Mike Grandel has been having a great rehab stint in AAA. I mean, I know they only tweet the highlights. I know I'm being like duped into thinking it's better than it probably is, but I'm seeing great, great barrel the ball. I'm seeing him spraying off fields. I'm seeing him putting over the wall. You're getting Yasmani Grandel back. You're getting an all-star catcher back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Reese and my boy Zebby held it down pretty much for. I mean, they were producing better than Grandel. Before the injury. And yeah. And so you get Grandal back. Personally, I DFA Reese and keep Zebby, but that's just biased because I fucking love Zebby, especially after he won me a ton of fucking loot on home run bets. But it's the Tigers, yeah. Um Yeah. But you're getting Yaz back, and then Alex brings up a super important point. The twins fucking blow. Yeah. He said the I twins mean, suck. Yeah. I don't want to put words in his mouth. The twins suck. And if anything, that four-game series against the White Sox exposed, their pitching is horrendous. Horrendous. Middle of that bullpen is brutal. And their pitching coach just bouncing to take the same job at LSU, I think that speaks volumes. Do you know? And Rocco Valdelli is not well-known for managing a bullpen. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've talked about it for, like, the yeah. I think past couple weeks. The White Sox have always – they've entered the reason as the clear favorite for a reason. They're the mm-hmm. by far more talented team. You look at the pitching staffs, it's not even close. Uh, the reason that the Twins were, are even in this position at the All-Star break is because they had a ridiculous first couple months pitching-wise yep. where everyone, it seemed like, was just pitching way over their heads. And that and what are we seeing? It's all the regression's coming. Well, <laughs> it's I hitting, think It's going to hit them hard. And and it I is think it's going to hit Cleveland even harder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cle- Cleveland's offense is just... Is not good. No. <laughs> they like they, well, they have no power. Very good. Yeah, I mean, maybe you said it. The White Sox are clearly the most talented team there, and it was just a matter of like when they'd start hitting. Because once it, they, yeah. which they hadn't done all year, we were like, well, it's April. Like, hopefully they heat up. Like after, like they just didn't, and now they're starting to hit. And now you're seeing what this team's yep. capable of. Like Dylan C's had the perfect quote after that Twins series. Like, yeah, we're reminding them we're still here. Yep. They're clearly the best team in the division. So and I would be remiss. You know, I hope that everyone that's watched this show for a long time know that, like, I've, I'm the first one to admit when I was wrong or I'm the first one to give props, even if I'm not a huge – Josh Harrison had a great June, July. You know what I mean? And yeah. if he stays hot, that utility player would be amazing to have him and Lurie as – you got two super utility guys like that. That'd be phenomenal. Uh, hopefully you get a healthy Eloy back and he can figure it out. Um, With Josh and, Harrison – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Well, no, I was going to go to a different player. So what are, you, what are your thoughts on Josh? I was going to say with Josh Harrison playing as well as he is and like heating up, it, mm-hmm. it allows you to use Leary the way he's supposed to be used as a spare tire utility guy. He gets his occasional Sunday start. Then you don't have to put him in the lineup every day. Because like when he right. was playing so poorly, I mean, mixed with the injuries too, but like part of the reason like Leary was in the lineup so often because like neither one of them was hitting and we had so many energies. If Josh yep. Harrison keeps hitting the way he does, you see a lot less of Leary Garcia, which I'm sure all of White Sox Twitter would love. And so I'm not the type of guy, like, I've said it on the show a bunch of times. The guys on this team aren't my, they're not my friends. I have no relationship to these guys, whatever. I'm just a fan of what they do. 
you know, and they play for a team I root for. And so I don't like to get into the off the field stuff too often. Like I'll joke about it, whatever, but I don't like deep dive into that too much. And Tim Anderson was in a funk and it was right after some news came out on social media and it was noticeable. He was in a funk. And then towards the end of that Cleveland series and this Minnesota series, you kind of got your old TA back. You know, you started seeing that opposite field. You started seeing, I mean, the the smiles and the laughs and all that stuff weren't really there again, but like he was handling his business on the field. And then the all-star game, he showed up, but also at the all-star game at the red carpet event, he had his wife and two daughters with him. And I don't know what happened. I don't care what happened. All I care about is what he does on the field. I mean, I wish the best for him, but if he was able to figure out the off the field stuff and he can get back to focusing on being an all-star shortstop for this team, that right there, we've said it countless amount of times on this show. This team goes as TA goes. And if they're getting TA like all the way back, like, yeah, it's that with the schedule, Dylan Cease on a fuck you tour. Hopefully Michael Kopech figures out how to grip a ball. Beef Loaf is going to lose a, a steak dinner because Lance Lynn is going to go on a tear. Uh, the bullpen's been looking pretty good. You're going to get Aaron Bummer back. Um, I mean, this team is prime to make Wait, a good What's the Lance effort. Lynn bet? I think Lance uh, Lynn me, was due. He, he made another steak bet with Josh. <laughs> I mean, the Lance Lynn was due for some regression this year. Like, I don't think that right. it would be stupid to expect him to do what he did. And then coming off the knee injury. So obviously, you know, I think it was just good to see him healthy. I'm not too worried. I mean, the numbers were bad. He's obviously the weakest link of the rotation right now. But I think the fact that he was healthy, uh, I, his spin rate, his fastball spin rate is still in the top 15% of baseball. He's not walking a lot of guys. So I think, you know, he's it's going to improve second half. It will not be as bad as his first two and months were as long. He's only going to get healthier. At the I get, I get this point from our guy beef. You can't take the Gumar to the all-star game. I understand that, but <laughs> he could also show up. He could also show up alone. You know what I mean? She could have easily just been like, no, nah, we ain't doing all that. But I was looking for body language. It was looking pretty good. Again, I'm not going to get into the mud well, with all this, but yeah. Um, the steak dinner, though, that Beef has with Josh, our, our other friend of the show, Josh, Josh Nelson at Socks Machine, uh, over under on Lance Lynn, 107.5 ERA plus to end the season. Mm. Josh has the over, Beef has the under. Okay, okay. What was he in the first half? Or I'm going to pull that up like right now. Starts? I'm going to pull it up right now. Probably really bad. I mean, Lance Lynn was putting up like Dallas Keuchel. Oh, Lance, Lance Lynn was bad. Oh, speaking of which, while I'm looking this up. Oh, that's right. Things you hate to see. Dallas Keuchel DFA'd by the Diamondbacks. Man. I mean, that's a tough place to stay on is Arizona because, you know, they're real big contenders. And I think I think he was just winning. He just brought too much of a winning uh, mentality. You know, mentality. We're going to hear some world. stuff about how their clubhouse is in shambles, too. Yeah. There, there's yeah. a lot of clicks in the Arizona clubhouse. Mike gets a random report. No, you know what the biggest click was, Dallas? Everybody hated you. It was you and everybody else. No one's talking to me. <laughs> um, Why is ERA Plus not on Savant? Good baseball reference. Uh, I know. I was just hoping I was already on Savant. Uh, but Lance had a brutal first half. I mean, I'm not. I'm going to call it what it is. I think Lance would be the first one to tell you that too. I think there was a couple times he got a little screwed over, maybe being left in there too long, and guys get scoring on inherited runners. But yeah, overall, it wasn't pretty. I mean, it was. Ooh, girl. 
I mean, it was bad, but uh, it was like the Astros game every time. Well, there you go. He could double his ERA plus, and Beef would still win the bet. So it's gonna oh, make it even. Be- it's gonna make it even better. <laughs> so when what was that like a fifty-three? I'm I'm trying 55. to find. Here. Hold on, I gotta 50, go all no, the way down lower. Here. I will say this for Lance though too, 49. and like you know, he was bad first half. It's but 53. some of the numbers ERA wise. Some of his numbers ERA wise, like where he was left in the game too long, and then Jose Ruiz would come in, and then like the base would be loaded, and then they would get cleared. So then all of those were so. So a lot it's of, only some of it, he was left in a little bit too long. Especially it's only out. 53, but that's only seven games pitched. So if he gets you know more games in the second half of the season, it's such a small sample size where a couple really good starts can definitely pump that number quick. But I didn't know it was that low. Anyways, I'm still rooting for Josh. Fuck you, beef. Um, <laughs> what was the AJ Pollock one? Was that? I don't remember. It was something to do with this war, though. Ooh. Beef, okay. if you're still listening, throw it in the chat. But okay. yeah, I'm looking at uh, the homie Lance's savant page, and it's it's all blue except for fastball spin. Everything uh, else is good. blue. Let's look his at walk, uh, isn't his walk rate pretty good, isn't it? I don't know if it's in the uh, red. Yeah, his walk rate's in the red, too. So. But hold on, I'm pulling up my boy Dylan's page. Just hit me with that scene. It's just, it's, yeah. It's, it's all red except for the walk percentage. Everything is red. Dylan sees a fucking stud. I'm, I actually might double down on my lead the league in K's and throw some coin on him winning the Cy Young. Even though I know those odds took a tremendous hit. He's Tough just, competition. He, but he's so, dude, his shit is so crispy. OPS over under of 107.5 for Pollock. What's with you guys in the number 107.5? Uh, 107.5 for Pollock by Jim. Oh, it's right at 108. Uh, oh, I gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited and for some reason very optimistic about this White Sox team in the second half. So I was gonna ask you. The only the only big question mark is can they win at home at this point now? Because like we can see they're capable of hitting. The pitching's held up. It's just win some damn games at home, and they'll be good. I mean, it's an easy. Gotta schedule. hit those dingers. I, I think because they went on that little hot streak near the end, uh, we'll see them add some people at the deadline. They semi earned. I mean, you know, they're, they're still in the hunt. So Rick Hahn's gonna add some guys. So that is, there's good reasons. There's a lot of reasons. You, would, you would hope that Rick Hahn add some guys. Yeah, that is true. I think, I think it's is... going to be like a. I think it's going to be a. In terms of if it's if it's a position player, I think it's going to be like. Give me jury, dude. Give me I think jury. it's going to like so. Like, how would you? Because I know Brandon Jury like this year is like his obviously his breakout year. I don't know how he's done what his track record is, but I have a feeling that we're going to see like a similar like a, a Caesar Hernandez type trade. The caliber player that you're getting back. My fucking internet. Which I guess so Drew would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Thank you for bringing that up, Alex. Raylo, have a first yeah. half kid. Have a first half Raylo. Uh, top 10 in reliever war. Yeah. No, he's been incredible. Shout out to him for not pouting when he was transitioned to not being a starting pitcher anymore. Mm-hmm. And he just got to work after also, the LASIK. And big ups to whoever gave him LASIK. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sh- shout out that guy. I'm just gonna uh, give Ethan, yeah, Ethan Katz credit him. for it, just because. Yeah. It's like wild thing from yeah. Major League. It's <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> he 100 is like 
Yes. Um, no, like he's been. I mean, you think about some of those like awful starts early in the year from like you know guys like uh, when Keuchel was still around. Uh, was his name? I can't. What's what's his name? Uh, Velasquez when he was starting and being bad. Uh, a couple Velo, of the baby. shorter outings from Giolito. Like Raylo came in, did a great job cleaning those Giolito up. Giolito had a nice bounce back too. Of what he's done this year has been he's been so versatile. Like oh crap! Like our guy went to Kopech went down. All right, you can long relieve. He's been great late in games. Like you can use him anywhere in the bullpen. Okay. He is he's a great piece to have. And Alex, stay hot, kid. I'm with you. I really think this is how this is going to play out. Left-handed reliever and a depth starter for injury protection feels like the minimum that the White Sox can do. Add a bat as well if the right offer is there. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I can sit here and say a million guys that I want them to trade for, but people that have been around long enough know that's pretty much how it's going to play out. You guys want Drew Smiley? They added some bullpen help, and it was like a quality arm. And that's well, they all need I know. I, mean, I, think I know they're getting bummer back, but only having one lefty in a bullpen is definitely. Yeah, and we've seen what Kelly is this year, and I'm sure it'll get a little bit better. But when you only have like Graveman, Hendricks, Bummer, Lopez, you like your horsey, you you do need him. I think you need mobile. Uh, Kelly, his last what was his last two? Kelly looked all right. I mean, maybe I mean, it just took it's an it's an old car, man. Maybe it took a little bit longer for that bad you, boy to you, warm up. With relievers, you always you always remember the bad ones more than right. when they go out there, and especially because I think Joe Kelly has had like a few, and I think they were back to back, and it's like, oh, what the fuck? But yeah, no, I mean, the track record there with Joe Kelly pretty brutal in April, and I've forgotten all about that now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's a shame that. The real the reality of the situation is, yeah, it's it's a dumpster dive of a trade deadline where they don't have much to work for. But you can't sit here and just say like we're going for it. The team is good. It's a good team. I just went over everything. That's it's a good team, and they've played well against the AL East. It's just when push comes to shove, like I I still don't feel confident this team winning a a series against Houston or the Yankees. Or, you know what I mean? It's just like, but it's baseball. Anything can happen. I'm definitely not going down negative town. I'm I'm full fucking flying forward on the positive train right now. And But a percentage on though, how much, how confident do you feel that they're going to erase this deficit? Was it like three games, two in the loss column and win the AL Central? 95. How, where do, I mean, 95. I'm, I was going to say 87.95. <laughs> so not as confident as much no and i love that from you mitch i love that you didn't even <laughs> fucking hesitate and you're just like 95 i really think it's i mean it, it's theirs it's theirs to lose yeah yeah no, I, I, again like the, the twins obviously the twins are going to make some moves to address their pitching because they need yep. to do you think and, they trade correa you, huh do you think they trade correa yeah <laughs> I hope they do. Uh, yeah, you he's like that. one of the few redeeming qualities in that line. Like, you look at the lineup, it's really not that. I mean, they're Besides literally, I just looked at Twitter right now. Correa is trending. Okay. And he's already told them he's basically, he's out after this year. If you don't think you're, if you don't win the division, you're not going to the playoffs. So not I mean, hey, the there's 12 five. days. There's 12 days until the trade deadline. The twins are going to be playing like, well, like why around 10 Correa, games. Why, why is Correa trade, trending? No. There's like 10 games that they're going to play from now. If they go on a 10 game losing streak and the Sox get on fire, all of a sudden they're going to be like five games back. So maybe they do. 
Uh, oh, mm, why is Correa trending? Oh, there's a soccer player named Angel Carrera. <laughs> Wrong Correa. No, I was gonna but, say this is random. Like, yeah, what would he be happy? No, about? but it's when? like a mix. It's a mix of both those tweets, and I guess. So anybody Aaron Judge took a picture with during All Star break oh, automatically okay. was like they're recruiting Aaron Judge. And I guess there's a picture of him at an after party and he's out with James Harden and Travis Scott. So they're like Aaron Judge to Houston. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but the reason why I even bought up Carlos Correa, though, I mean, he basically told him, like, I'm probably not. He did the Magic Johnson gift, like, I'm not going to be here after this season. And it would be, oh, it would be a white flag track, but. Do you do you think the Twins will win this division? They're not made. You have to win the division to go to the playoffs. No one from the AL Central is getting a wild card spot. That's the in thing. My I, mean, it, I think it also depends on what I think by what is it Monday, the ML MLB and the their player association they have to either agree or not agree on the international draft, mm-hmm. and I think that's tied to the qualifying offer. Oh no, wait, how would that work though? Oh, never mind. That doesn't really play into it with Korea because he has the opt outs. Yeah, so I don't know. That's the thing. I'm, you can't do that I, with the twins. You can't do that. I'm just yeah. That's a super big white flag. This is me who just hates the fucking twins. Yeah. Thinking out loud, like you should probably trade that guy because he told you he's not coming back, and you're probably not going to make the playoffs. So. Optically, that would be yeah. brutal. Yeah, we're in first, or at that point, a couple games up. We're going to trade our best player. I mean, if you're Byron, if you're tough. Byron Buxton, you're sitting at home, and you get a notification like, "Yo, we just traded Korea." <laughs> I mean, you just already gift, already gold the shit out of your phone right there. Like, get me the fuck out of Minnesota. And that's the thing. It's not like the like they'd get like a decent return, but the team that's trading from is also gonna know that he's still gonna opt out. So they're not. It's not like they're gonna be giving up a bunch of pieces either. Right. I mean, sheesh. That's what you have to hope for, though. Twins lose ten in a row. White Sox win 10 in a row. It's Monday, August 2nd, you know, deadline day. And the Sox are in first place. And the Twins are like, well, fuck. <laughs> that, like, we're not catching that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that was a kid playing basketball that just didn't care. And then all of a sudden, like, he gave a shit and started dunking. And, they're like, and then oh, they fuck. trade him to the Yankees. And then. Oh, God. And then. The Yankees don't need anyone. The Yan- I looked before the show. The Yankees have almost doubled have double the amount of home runs the White Sox do. I mean, they can always replace Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo stinks. Joey Gallo does stink. Uh, they might, I don't know, I could see the Yankees like maybe dangling Gallo for some bullpen. I, I don't think he has any value right now. It would no. literally just be like... So Gallo to the White Sox confirmed? Yeah. <laughs> that would be such a fucking Han move right now. Oh, well, no, yeah. you, I mean, you guys are signing Joey Gallo in the offseason. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Rick Hahn is going to be like, guys, I finally did it. There's I finally signed the right field. In this bat. Here's don't, Joey Gallo putting don't up Don't get me wrong. I can talk up Joey Gallo. Comes to the white, gets out of New York, hates that city. You guys thought you hated Adam Dunn. He would be Adam Dunn 2.0. <laughs> At least he would play defense, though. So I, feel like, a, I feel like Joey Gallo cares, though. And you could tell Adam Dunn was just like, by August, he's and, like, oh, I'm done with this. And year. Joey Gallo has a gold glove. Yeah. He's younger, too. He's not, he's still coming. And he's younger, and he's a big lefty bat, and he hates the city of New York. <laughs> they hate him, too, though. Yeah, yeah, oh, right? <laughs> it's, it's mutual <laughs> hatred right there. I gotta, you got to figure he's traded. 
who else do you think? I, a change of scenery would do him good, though. I think he's press. Like you look, you can tell he's pressing. Like I've like oh, yeah. a couple of Yankee games I watched, like when they're playing the Red Sox, like. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that cliche. Like the whole like, oh, he just needs a change. But some people, yeah. it, like it holds water. And I think Joey Gallo is like a prime change of scenery candidate. Like no way, matter where about, he goes. Talking about trades and who we think we're gonna get traded. I've seen this from like a lot of guys who. Pico Delgado. Like, huh? I'm sorry. I was reading Yumper's comment. Go ahead. <laughs> I was uh, following on some draft guys, uh, and they're saying how. Uh, with MLB moving the draft up to like the All Star break now, which was, was started this past Sunday, July nineteenth, how it's just ruined the trade deadline, which it it has. Like, think of a big trade that's happened this summer. I mean, there was big signings. No, think of a trade that's happened this summer. Um, nothing. Um, yeah, I'm like, I got nothing. Nothing. I mean, even last year. I mean. It was like July 15th. The Cubs traded Jock Peterson to the Braves. Uh, there's other minor deals. There's nothing going on right now. And that's because mm-hmm. all the scouting people are wrapped up on the draft. Poor Jock. I know you didn't watch the All-Star game, but poor Jock. He comes up to bat and ESPN's like, and he's the steal of the All-Star game. This guy's only making six mil this year. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh. Should have been a white. You song. know what? I will say this for Jack, though. I, I dug the walk-up song, got the ABBA going, the dancing. Ooh. Oh, that's what he—that's what he, what he walks up to in San Francisco when I, I went yeah, to the game. I yeah, I dig it. Good for good for Jack. Jack just doesn't give a shit, dude. He's in his own world, bro. The pearls, the everything, but he hits bombs, dude. So Sox should sign him. I wish the Sox would have got him. He doesn't want to come a, with the White Sox. No, he Next doesn't want to, dude. He's never leaving San Francisco. After what I saw at that game, he is ne- he is worshipped like a god there. He is never leaving San Francisco. He had a fucking. I mean, they liked had, him a lot down at Atlanta too. He like, had thousands of people. He, goes. he had thousands of people in San Francisco chanting "Jock has a horse cock" for like three innings, and he had the biggest smile on his face, and he kept doing like the surfer thing to him, like, and that's where Jock's. He's they consider him a hometown boy. Nah, that's fair. I'm sure yeah. he likes it. Money yeah. talks, though. I'm sure. I saw I saw the Colorado Rockies who just refused to besides Nolan Arenado refused to trade any of their which is still players. wild to me <laughs> wild like oh my god there's been a lot there I, I mean what they made they made the playoffs in 2018 they beat the Cubs in that wild card game and they lost to the Brewers I think in the NLDS but you look at the Rockies. Just they have no clue what the fuck they're doing. No, they're. I mean, <laughs> they make the White Sox look like the best ran organization in the world. But like, they're the most middle of the row in everything. I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, I we're kind of trying, but we're not actually going to try. Uh, I just had the mental picture of Jack Peterson in right field in front of the 108. Yes. And I love every minute of it. Do it. It's either him or Gallo. Who do you want? Jack plays no defense. <laughs> it's oh, you know he's brutal. He plays he no fit right defense. in then with this team. He plays yeah, just added no another defense. DH. <laughs> Dude, I like I said, I was in the front row in left field in San Francisco, and I watched how he operates. He well, he had that brutal. Didn't he have that brutal play? Against yeah, the Sox? against the White Sox. Yeah, with a two-inch vertical. He that does man looked not... like he had lead in his shoes jumping to that line drive. First, he like ran. <laughs> I mean, they, I, I remember guess he could DH. But I need him in front of the one away guys. I, need I him remember out there. Jock in like the one of the first games he played with the Cubs, and like I, I really didn't watch him a lot when he was with the Dodgers. 
but there was just like a routine ground ball or like, you know, a base hit that got out to the outfield that just snuck right underneath his glove. And that happened multiple times. I'm like, wow, how are you this bad? Yeah, Best jock you. moment though with the Cubs had to be when he thought he had the walk off home run and he pimped it. <laughs> yeah, it was a the drove in the run, got a sack. Yeah, no, he did, which <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh. Uh, but anyway, sorry, I just I know I just completely derailed everything, but I just pictured like beef and my sock summer and treasy yeah. fucking yelling at Jack. He interacts with the crowd every inning. Like every inning, he's Jock pointing, would hit, talking. Jock would, he's the he would be the perfect like he hit two thirty, have a three thirty on base, have thirty two home runs. He'd love, yep. it. and he would just hit bombs. But Joey Gallo can do that too. Can you? Joey Gallo can, dude. Before he before this he season, before <laughs> this season, Joey Gallo can fucking hit, dude. Now, hold on, uh, let me pull up his shit. Pull up this. Pull up the stats. Pull up the stats. Joey Gallo can hit, man. I think. But who else do you think is going to? Is there any other big names, though, that might move in the trade deadline? Like, I know. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's Contreras and Hap. Drury. Castillo. Yeah, Castillo's a big one. I ooh, I get nervous about Castillo. No, he's good. You want? I no, know. he's really good. No. I, oh, to I the know. Twins? Like, yeah. like Or the Yankees? He's going to the AL, and it makes me nervous. Yeah, he's that guy's really good. Um, Jesus think, Christ, Tyler Maley. I think he was he's coming off the injury list, but he, that's another red starting pitcher that could be traded. Montas is a good one. Montas uh, is. I think he has some injury. Last I checked, I think they had like some shoulder problems, though. So there's a little bit of red flags there. What's it's wrong, Zoe? Joey Gallo not as good. No, he's very – he just hits the ball so hard. No, he so didn't. he's been in the league since 2015. Okay. So 2015 and now, the MLB average exit philosophy is 88. He's at 92. His hardest hit ball is 117 miles an hour. Okay. But give me the results. Right into the shift. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, shift's uh, going away, though. Right, <laughs> right yeah, now. Right going now away. That's going to change. So, oh, my God. He's, I, right can now, you imagine he's the agents? The agents just uh, lining up the like the whatever the the, the spray hold charts on, and be like guys just, guys the hit on. the shift is going away these are all hits Joey Gale is a three hundred hitter I'm sorry I might be in the minority here I hate that they're getting rid of the shift I like I like the art of learning how to hit the opposite field I know it's hard and everything but like one also the strategy you know you're, you're just got I'm on both sides trying to beat it and then three they're complaining about how long the games are well it's another way to get easier outs and speed up the game in theory so like I. I don't like it. If I like can see both or... sides of it. Yeah I, yeah, I can go either way. Hold on. I'm pulling up. You guys, this is hilarious. Hold on. Here's Joey Gallo's baseball savant page. This is good stuff right here. Uh, one second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hits the ball hard. Walks a lot. Straight. One percent is a lot. One percent for it's what? It's Adam Dunn. It's like we, me, and my it, brother used to have a joke with Adam Dunn was with the White Sox. It'd be like the Adam Dunn cycle in the same game. It would be a strikeout, a walk, and a home run, and that completed the Adam Dunn cycle. Mm -hmm. It's the same. Joey Gallo's the same. A lot of walks, home runs, strikeouts. Yep. So Padres are looking to move Blake Snell. Okay, lefty. You guys need a starting pitcher. You, you can never have enough starting. That could be that uh, starting depth, but I wonder what the price tag on him. He fell off pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, a couple of years ago, I almost convinced you to trade Andrew Vaughn for him. Yeah. 
I remember it was it was still during spring training, and it was when the Rays were dangling uh, Blake Snell then. And that I was, was like, well, that if was Blake like Snell years ago? is your last, yeah, I think yeah. right before twenty. Yeah, that was. And I was like, hey, long. if you guys have a great team, but you just need that one starting pitcher, are you trading Andrew Vaughn? I think I got you to say yes. <laughs> you did not get me to say yes. I think I got you to say you okay. got me. To, you got me to do like a head, and, mm, but I did not say yes. I've never traded Andy Vaughn. No, it was a very specific. It was the White Sox are clear World Series contenders by July. They just need that one starting pitcher that will put them over the top in the postseason. But you have to trade Andrew Vaughn. Would you do it? And you said yes. I need to see tape. <laughs> I'll, I'll. I know try you'll to, find I'll try it. To find I know it. you'll find it. <laughs> I know you'll find it. Could you imagine Joey uh, Gallo and uh, what's his name on the Dodgers, the center fielder that's always stoned? Oh, uh, Bellinger. Bellinger. An outfield that is, your outfield's <laughs> Joey Gallo, Bellinger, and Moogie Bats. Uh, Chris Taylor. He's funny. If you ever go to a Dodger game or like, yeah, yeah, you see, stare at him in the outfield. He'll like, I, I was watching um, Aldo, Stadium earlier. Read it, read Aldo. Real? It was Kevin. Wow. Wait, that's hard to believe. Yeah, that's hard. I don't think it was Kevin. Me being dumb, I believe that more than <laughs> Fitz. Vaughn has always been Fitz's boy. Which hopefully Fitz is not like melting. We should do a health check on Fitz soon. Oh, right, he's gonna need the health check like that. For that people do for elder elderly people. Yeah. But it's for Kevin because yeah, oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Well, he's tweeting, so that's good. All right, he's alive. All right. Fids, blink, Fids, blink twice in the comment section if you're alive. <laughs> and confirm if you traded uh, Andrew Vaughn three years ago for Blake Snell. Yes, we need you to do that. Uh, Jan Persetti's okay. Just spoke with him. All right, beautiful. So the other, mm, the other people though on Soto, Mets, Yankees, Cardinals, Dodgers. Why do people keep putting White Sox in these stupid fucking? Because they theoretically can trade from their MLB roster. I guess, yeah. And close in Montgomery, I guess. I guess. I'm saying just Aloy, Colas, Cespedes, and throw some other pieces in. Montgomery. It, it has you're, only get, you're getting soda for a year and a half, too, because I don't know where people think Ricketts or Ricketts. Jerry's going to come up with two and a half. Water. Two and a half years. Two I don't and a think, half. I don't think they. I, I mean, we've never even given the White Sox has never even given out a hundred million dollar contract. Where does it, where does this four hundred million dollar contract magically appear from? <laughs> yeah, like and I then just, you're paying I, Corbin all that money too, right? And you got to take on the Corbin salary, yeah. and you're going to eventually have to resign Luis Robert, who's going to get a fucking monster deal. And yeah, it's just I don't. That's just not going to happen. That's like five years away. Don't worry about it. Okay, that's aren't these guys signed uh, like through twenty seven? I mean, they are. I mean, the White Sox. Except for Gilito. Gilito is like the only one who's not. Um, Boston's kind of got some shit they got to figure out too, though. With uh, Devers. Devers and Bogarts. I was going to ask you guys. Oh, perfect time. Uh, I was going to bring it up earlier. I forgot. Dude, do, so not, the Cubs. do oh. not mess with Alex on Twitter. Alex will find a tweet. from. He just DM'd me the tweet. If he's this, if it's Kevin for Andrew Vaughn, so let me pull this up. 
So he deleted the original tweet with the package that included Vaughn for Snell, but I did find him defending trading Vaughn in the replies to it. Ooh. So his he in the replies though he said, "You want to win a World Series or win a ton of playoff appearances? Snell gets a title inside of three years. Already makes it a W, and I love Vaughn, huge fan." Ooh, it's using fucked up. See, that was in the replies. I remember this during the show. Yep. I was using. It was both of you. Both of you were ready to trade Vaughn. Dude. You, <laughs> Do not. I'm gonna find it. What's do the not date? test What's the L- date. Do not November 24, 2020. Oh, I'm finding it. Do not test Alex Rude on Twitter because Vaughn. He will Vaughn find still your had it, Vaughn still hadn't played. He was just at the complex. Oh, Yumper just said Fizz admitted. Yumper, if you're talking to him right now, tell him he needs to get in this the comment section. <laughs> yeah, no, th- that was that was that was the main conversation piece. It was like you are going to win the World Series where you do it, and like Andrew Vaughn could become a star, but you're going to win a World Series. You have to do it, and it's like the obvious answer is yes, you have to. Poor girl. <laughs> that is spicy. But I mean, that's what I brought up earlier, though. We've all had shit yes. takes. Yeah. You just got to fucking own it and move on. But I don't know. I hope something cool happens at this. I don't think it will, but it'd be really cool if it Like, did. I think I think the biggest name, if they get traded, is going to be Contreras. Wilson Contreras? Like, if, like in, because like, or Castillo from the Reds? Who's trading for Wilson Contreras? So I'm, I'm not saying like no the one Mets wants could. I'm just saying like what teams. The Mets, Mets have the. The Mets, the Padres. I couldn't even tell you the Mets, Padres, Padres catcher. Dodgers are good at catcher. With I mean, you could be better with Wilson Contreras, but they're pretty good at catcher with uh, Will Smith. I'm just trying. You know, those who's... are like those are like the top two options. Mets, Padres. Houston doesn't have a really good catcher. Do they? Houston, Houston's the other one. Yeah. I could Wilson Contreras. I think he would love to be in Texas. Um, yeah. Oh, what if they trade him to the Cardinals? Although, no, that's not gonna happen. They wouldn't say it in. Uh, they There's wouldn't no do it way. in division. I'm trying to think of a Cubs Cardinals trade, like for anyone. I can't think of. I mean, what do you think is the the asking price for Wilson Contreras? That's the tough part because on one hand, it's a 30 year old catcher. Yep. And that years never see big returns. At the same but time, Wilson, argue, there's the DH now. He's arguably the best catcher in the National League right now. Yeah, and like for he's been slumping in July, but for a period of time, time. he was like a top five hitter in in the National League at least. But you're running the show, and your people are calling you about Wilson Contreras. What are you asking for? Oh, I'm I'm terrible with these. They're not. That's the thing. They're not going to get a top 100 prospect. Maybe they get a fringe guy. You don't think they get a top 100 for him? No, catchers don't get good prospects. They hear they. So the Cubs last year when they traded Javier Baez to the Mets. They added Trevor Williams, and they got Pico Armstrong, who was coming off an injury. Pico Armstrong, I'm pretty sure, was like a former first-rounder, so like the talent was obviously there, but obviously the Mets were ready to make a move to try to get back into the race last year. So they were willing to get one of the younger guys away. Maybe, they, maybe the Cubs can get something similar like that, where it's like a fringe, this guy has the talent, maybe he's coming off an injury, maybe he's struggling this year. I saw this name. Oh, I forgot his. Oh, I forgot the name. It's someone from the Twins. Top hundred prospects. Hold on. It's someone from the Twins, but I don't. I don't think the Twins need a catcher, do they? No, with Gary Sanchez and um. Gary Sanchez, a (laughs) hundred. And he can't catch. It's kind of like a problem about Gary Sanchez as a catcher. But 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 that's what I'm thinking. Like I'm not. My expectations are like, oh, it's a guaranteed top hundred prospect, just for the fact that. If you go off all the trades for, first of all, 
catchers just don't get traded. Good catchers don't get traded. And when they do, the return isn't that great. Um, so I like a fringe top 100 prospect is what I'm well, I got the top hundo here. Let's go to the bottom. Speaking of Who's big names that might get moved, Andrew Benintendi. I think that's one that could be moved. That's a solid choice. He would be such a good fit on this White Sox team, but they won't. There's no way, yeah. But he would, yeah, that would be a great fit. Was he one of the guys that didn't make the Toronto trip? Or did he make it? Oh, that's a good question. Because I know the Yankees were, like, interested in him. that fucked up Kansas City's trade deadline (laughs) so much. Because teams that think they're going to be in the playoffs that could it's possibly the entire have to go... a no, it's the entire AL East. I mean, you can include the Orioles now, right? But it's you the can't... entire AL East who's looking for an outfielder. And ben Benintendi like, uh... did not make the trip. Yep. Oof. That's tough. That, like the Yankees, Mer- I think him, the Yankees said they were interested in him, him and Whit Merrifield. And um, yeah, those are their two biggest trade chips. And I know, I know. Uh, I've tough. seen you guys. See Whit Merrifield a lot more, but that to me that dude's so overrated. Hmm. I remember a few years ago, Royals. I think like, he's properly rated. Royals fans yeah. were like, "Give us Nico Horner for Whit." That's ridiculous. Like, no. That yeah, I mean, I think he's like yeah, I think properly he's fine. rated. Like I he, think he's he's like a he's a super utility guy. He's better than Larry Garcia, obviously. He, but he's like if he wasn't super, in his thirties. I think people would. Look a little bit. Yeah, higher he's, on. I mean, he's, he's a, a little late. He's like the ultimate super utility guy, and I know he had a shitty first half of the season. Yeah, as Alex says, he fell off a cliff. Like he's old. I mean, he's got miles on him too. He's got his ring though. I mean, he's not exactly ring chasing. I'm sure he'd rather play for a contender to finish his career, but who wouldn't? You know. So yeah. I don't know. Ben Nenny is definitely their biggest trade piece, but. Now not being able to trade him to anyone in the AL East, I mean that's brutal so, for the Kansas. Josh, uh, Josh Bell, another big guy. Oh yeah, Josh Bell. Whit Merrifield, uh, he messed out. He made his debut in 2016. Oh, there's Fids. He's not dead. Fids. And he's a he owned it. No, you just said Vaughn. I just read the thread. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, put up. What was his? Let's see. Ways to get the White Sox over the top in 2020. I think I said Vaughn and Crochet. There you go. And yes, every everyone yeah. gets hoodwinked. I mean, the, the biggest lesson from that, and basically every fucking trade, is never trade why would, with the Rays. Why would anyone trade with the Rays? <laughs> yeah, just never why, trade with the Rays. Why would anyone ever. trade with the Rays? Like, ever. I don't get it. They're going to get Juan Soto, and they're somehow going to like flip him, and they're just going to win everything. Do the Rays? I don't think the Rays have the farm for that shit. No, so they still do. You think the Rays are just done? They always have a good farm system. They only got one guy in the top hundred, or two guys in the top. Doesn't 100. matter. They, they just that, turn up. It's like, that's I, true. yeah, I don't know what's that's true. I know what you're saying. Three guys in the top hundred, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yep, Fizz, we already read your tweet. You didn't have to copy and paste it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of anybody else that Cleveland won't move any of their big guys. The Orioles are, in, I guess, the Orioles are in a weird spot where, like, they're like Orioles all of a sudden are fucking, contending. Man, Orioles are a fucking unit now, man. 
But like then they also have like a few guys that they could trade. Like, Orioles are a fucking unit. I wanted Mullins or who did I want last year? Uh, Not Mullins. Hayes, Austin Hayes. Or no, no, no Santander. No. I want San- I wanted Santander last year for the White Sox. I don't think the I don't think the Orioles are uh I don't think the Orioles are making a move. I don't think there's I think I mean they're in such a shit division though. Not shit, but like tough division for them tough to make to, a yeah, move. I mean, they would only be looking for uh the wild card, which how far are they out of that? Now that the Mariners are on fire, they're gonna they're gonna be a big time. Uh, I'm so mad the Mariners buyer. are on fire. I you thought know, they were gonna be sellers. A guy I'd be interested in is Miguel Andujar, because you know he, the Yankees aren't playing him. Former All Star, I think he's another guy that fits one of those kind of. He wants out in New York. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if well, I'm a team looking to add someone because he can play the infield or outfield, that would be someone I'd pick up the phone and see if I could get for cheap. Orioles are going to try to move Mancini and other expiring guys for controllable starters. Alex has been on the Orioles since preseason, so I'm going to follow his lead on that. Orioles are currently three and a half games out of a wild card spot. So, yeah. They're, you know, again, they're really going to have spot where, like, they're all of a sudden, you know, they got well, hot. Here, here are the teams that are dead. Oakland, dead. Kansas City, dead. Detroit, dead. Angels, for some fucking dead. reason, dead. Rangers, dead. So those are your big sellers in the American League. In the National League, your sellers are Washington, Cincinnati, the Cubs. Pirates. Pirates, Diamondbacks. Marlins. Marlins are five and a half out of a wild card, but yeah, they're pretty much dead. Colorado, six and a half out. I take Ian Happ on the White Sox in a heartbeat. I keep seeing it in the comments. I take Ian Happ on the White Sox in a heartbeat. Ian Happ for Montgomery, yeah. Hmm, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what do you give up? I, I'm, like, let's try. Let's try to do a framework. We're going to be terrible at this. No, I'm going to do. I'm bringing up that ship website right now, and I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make that trade right That's exactly now. Exactly what we need. Trade. What's it called? Like. Uh, oh, I don't even know. I forgot. MLB trade calculator. <laughs> Maybe. So Ian Happ. First time All Star switch hitter. Hold on, All I of a sudden, sh- I'm going to share my Gavin screen. We, we are going to make and, this uh, trade live on the show. There you go. You can replace <laughs> Contreras with a talented Italian. Hold on, and then I'm you got a left hand. I am sharing my screen right now. We are doing this right now. Hold All right, on. let's do it. He and half to the White Sox. But we got to be we got to be vocal about it because you know people actually do listen to this and not watch it. Which is All right, here we go. All right, trade simulator. Two team trade. I've never done this on an actual computer. Really? Yeah, I've always done it on your phone. That seems. I've always done it on my phone. So select team, selecting the Cubs, assholes. There we go, Cubs. Select team. Sox. Sox. White Sox. Okay, so the Cubs are training Ian Happ. Where are you at, Ian? Happer. C E F G H. There we go. Yes, I sing the alphabet in my head. All right. So what do we got? We got to get up. We got to. We got to come up with. So Mitch, we got to come up with twenty four point four zero. What's a what's a Seb and uh, Gavin Sheets give them? <laughs> I like that's an even trade. I like so where we'll you're at. Yuri. I like where you're at. So hold on, I'm just gonna sort. By their lowest, lowest, 
<laughs> Adding all your trash the and then just keep value. piling it. No, we'll start from the highest and go down. Um, all right, so I got to come up with 24. Let's go with a, how about this Ramos guy? That sounds good to me. Future top 100 and, prospect. Uh, and uh, what do I, how much am I short? I'm short 13. Let's throw in Gavin Sheets. Ugh. So now I'm short yeah. five. Seven. No, I'm short. Seven. Seven. Where's Savala? Or where's McGuire? Here's Reese McGuire. We'll throw him in. That's four. They don't want Reese. They want Seb. I don't like this exercise anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a pretty good trade. Ian Happ for Reese McGuire, this Ramos dude, and Gavin Sheets. I don't even know where Savala is on this. <laughs> just negative. <laughs> negative value. Hold on. I'm still, I want to see. How, In all seriousness, though, between the two of them, I would rather have Zavala. Zavala's okay. a 1.6. Oh, this site blows. <laughs> <laughs> that is the seven. reason. Yep. So there's your, there's your trade, bud. You get yeah. Reese McGuire, Ramos, and Sheets for Ian Happ. Pass. Ramos is going to be good. Ramos is solid. Ramos is the jewel in that trade. I think so. Bring back Thursday. Must see Thursdays. Pinwheels at 5 to 2. My offspring does not allow me to do a show at 5.30. <laughs> it's just not happening. Guys. Just make Brody, uh, make him the, the, what now, fifth host. Yeah, you sit on here. He'll try to eat everything. <laughs> That's all a kid does. Teething, man. It's a motherfucker. Um, yeah, Ramos is going to be good. I would take Ian Happ in a heartbeat. Any team should want to take Ian Happ. I think, the, I think the Cubs are going to be a little trigger shy trading with the White Sox. And I think if the Cubs just have one more year. So, I yeah, mean, it's but, it's bitten them in the past where they've probably waited too long to get value. But, uh, yeah. 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 I mean, you got to think, though, if the Cubs move Wilson Contreras, they might as well just trade Ian Happ, too. Right. No, that's the thing. They should because right now he is at his highest value. So like right. this is when you're gonna get uh you would you would think that's when they're gonna get their highest you know return. Now right. he still has after this year he'll still have another year under contract and then he becomes a free agent. So he's been solid. Switch hitter, plays left Damn. field, he's been pretty good out and left. He can play right. Vaughn is only a twenty seven on this site. Yikes. Yeah. His, his value gets a hurt. His defense really brings down his value. Well, yeah, it's the. Well, they added a new category though: availability. Like Roberts is very low. <laughs> so <laughs> you're ground, saying there's a chance. Some groundbreaking shit. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to go shopping at the shitty team store right now. Texas ain't gonna make a big move because they just spent all that money. They might want some prospects, though. Is there anybody good on Texas that we want? I no. could not tell you a single prospect. Except for, no, I couldn't think of anybody there. I mean, the Angels could just give us Mike Trout and we could just call a fucking day. Oh, wait, I do know. They uh, they just drafted Kumar Rocker. 
Yeah, and, and they then, got uh, uh they got the kid from last year too. His teammate, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Damn it. They're not they're not gonna split that up though. Lighter. Yeah, they're not gonna split that up. They are the Texas are the Texas Rangers coming, boys? They're coming, bud. That's <laughs> this has been the this has been the whole the whole plan. Uh, the plan from that's why they spent all the money on Marcus and uh Corey and all those guys. Uh Joshi Jung. Jason Rangers Jones? or no? Rangers third baseman from Texas Tech. Oh, wait. Let me look this kid up. My cousin just—he's listening right now. What up, Eric? But uh, he just said this is the kid we want. From he's 24 years old. Where is he ranked prospect wise? He is the Rangers' number two prospect. Uh, 60 hit, 55 power, 40 run, 55 arm, 50 fielding, 55 overall. He plays a third baseman right now. Yeah, third baseman caught out eventually. And he's out for the year. So there you go. Uh, Texas top prospects. They got Jack Leiter's number one, Jung's number two, Duran number three is a 23 year old infielder. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just bargain shopping right now. I mean, guys, I think I just worked out the perfect Ian Hat trade, and you guys get a little more value, according oh. to this website. Oh boy, here we go. I have a feeling my Vaughn, me pointing out that Vaughn. No, no, it wasn't Vaughn. It wasn't Vaughn. It's just this is just a straight up one for one. This, this is at this is as fair as I could get it, guys. You guys need to win now. You're not worried about the future. The Cubs don't have to win now. They're more worried about the future. Well, you want Moncada for Hap? Ian Happ, no, Ian Happ, according to this website, is, you know, his value is a 24.4. And then the Cubs get a value back of 23.3 in Colson Montgomery. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a super good deal. I mean, I'm just going off the I'm just going off the value from this site, guys. They that seems as fair as it could be. We already told you the site's inaccurate. <laughs> Seb, they disrespected Seb. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I, lo- I love uh, that's why, actually, I love this website because you can just make anything look good. Oh, yes. I know. <laughs> um, some of the other prospects, since we're just talking about prospects, I really like that Gunnar Henderson kid in Baltimore. Plays left. His name is Gunnar. Gunnar Henderson. Sign me up. Lefty bat, twenty-one years old, six-two. He can play either side, either position on the left side of the infield, and he just hits nukes. Love it. He's gonna be. He's someone to watch. Uh, Riley Green right now sitting in the number one spot. He's going to be good for Detroit for a while. Yep. Corbin oh, by the K- way, you just brought up the Tigers. Another trade that just went horribly wrong. Never trade with the Rays. Where they traded for Austin Meadows. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody kind of saw that one coming, too. Like, that wasn't a surprise. I still thought he was going to be okay. What the fuck happened to him? Uh, we already brought up that. Aldo brought up this dude. Right at the top of the shelf, Edge, you'd be proud. Yes. Um, Najir Muley, Hall of Famer. Maybe the Diamondbacks trade Corbin Carroll, their top outfield Good. prospect. Bats lefty, throws lefty, 60 hit, 50 power, 70 run, 55 arm, 60 overall fielding. Well, uh, uh, according to uh, a Mets guy, the number two uh, prospect, uh, their Francisco catcher, apparently Alvarez. he's going to get traded. Yeah. Why would they trade him? 
They need a catcher. Him for Contreras, straight up. That'd be that'd be a yeah. Let's trade a twenty-year-old catcher for a thirty-year-old catcher. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. They still got. Could, you, could you imagine if the Mets and Nationals do a Juan Soto trade? Oof. There's no way, right? You can't do that. I, if you're I the don't. Nationals. I don't. I don't see how you can do that if you're the Nationals. Uh, who's Jordan Walker is a good prospect for the Cardinals. Third baseman. He's in Double A. Hate him already. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hate him a lot more in a couple of years. Uh, this kid's supposedly really good for Yankee shortstop Anthony. His last name is V O L P E. I don't know how to pronounce it. Volpe. 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 Sixty overall grade, but he can hit nukes too. He's probably about a year away. He's in Double A for them right now. That the, was that their excuse for not signing Correa? I don't know. Who knows with them? They can. <laughs> or Machado or every other big free agent uh, shortstop. Yeah. The shortstop market this offseason is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you guys. God damn. This is the thing. Volpe. 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 So if you are the Cubs, who would you prefer? Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, or uh, Carlos Correa? That's top. Carlos Correa, I think. Okay, so. Xander Bogarts. Ooh. All right, so off Trey Turner, which I agree with. I'd go. I think I'd still go with Correa, but uh, Trey Trey think... Trey is one hell of a player. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Trey Turner is an amazing baseball player. It's just I don't think he, he's the guy that gets you. Like he's not. He's not the guy for the Cubs. What the other guys do are better. Or no, fuck. I know I, it's, I, not, it's hard to say. I can't it, describe but, it. Yeah, no, but yeah, it's basically what you said. I can't describe it, but yeah. I just don't think Trey Turner's the right guy for the Cubs. Yeah, I'd still want Korea. Just, just fucking do it, Cubs. You were already offering like two hundred million. Just offer him three hundred million. Yeah, I just like. I think I'm very invested on where what they do with Devers. Devers is an absolute fucking unit, dude. People, like, what he's doing this season, Devers is sick, dude. Dude, it's insane, yeah. He's he's sick. If if Boston doesn't lock that down, that's a tough pill to swallow if you're a Red Sox fan. Right, imagine. You you already Mookie lost Mookie. Then, yeah. Xander, there's, that, there's that picture from the All-Star game with Mookie and uh, Benet or Benintendi, Benintendi, and uh, then Devers and Bogarts and JD Martinez. And I don't think game. they feel too bad about Benintendi though. Benintendi's been okay. I don't this is his first good year. Not sure. Yeah, and Jerry's still out. I mean, he's definitely the Royals. Everybody gets one guy, but I don't know. That'd be really tough as a Red Sox fan if they watch Devers and Bogarts leave. Oh, right. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Fuck out of here. It's you know what? All of this, what we're talking about, doesn't even matter because the White Sox are going to trade for Jazz Chisholm, and it's all going to be good. A little like Kopech, Eloy package. Sure, I make that trade. Really? We have it on record, July. That is terrible. Twenty. That no. That'd be 2022, Zoe is trading Eloy Jimenez and Michael Kopech for Jazz Chisholm. <laughs> no. 
I love jazz. And his 310 oh, no. on base percentage? No, no, no. <laughs> I think Kopik will figure it out. That was weird, though. If, kind of weird. Like, he had that terrible start in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But he always, you know, fights through it. But the big thing was uh, he said he couldn't grip the ball. He gets sweaty. Oh, that was weird. And, yeah, Boston signed Trevor Story for the purpose of replacing Xander Bogarts. Rather have Xander Bogarts. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know, I'd trade Eli for Jazz. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> No, I still wouldn't, despite the fact. Jazz has been hurt a lot, though, lately. That's yeah. a tough one. I think about that. Think about that one. Eloy's been hurt a lot lately. Yeah, Eloy's been hurt quite a bit. He didn't Eloy's... play all of the Twin Series, did he? No. no. He came up limping on a week ago today, and yeah, he hasn't played since. Right? Yeah. I mean, hey, they got the All-Star break. They rested. Him and Lee's. I need to know. I need an update on Luis Robert. Like I need air to breathe. I need. If it's vertigo, man, that really fucks you up. Facts yeah. over. <laughs> the well, the fact that you got. I think you're overvaluing Eloy, Mitch. No, listen. Like I would not be opposed to it. Like I, I know he's hurt. I might have been a little. Can't be reliable, but I was for, probably for being Jan, a little. Yeah. No. Maybe I was being a little. You know, whatever, throwing in Copic, but Aloy for Jazz is a very realistic trade to me. No, I think the Marlins laugh at Rickon's face. Yeah, I don't think the Marlins make that deal, dude. The Eloy th- can't stay on the field, Chisholm, bro. Like the thing with Jazz Chisholm, like the numbers, like he has the flash, and like the numbers aren't across the board aren't like as great as you would think. Mm-hmm. But, like he still is only like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. So like there's still the room for, you know he gets better. You know, the plate approach you would hope gets better because he still is a little younger. Eloy. Keeps, uh, <laughs> he keeps getting hurt. I don't know. Um, but then I guess, you got, I didn't I see that on Saturday. You, you have uh, Garcia, who you're paying all this money, just taking up Ross on the bench. It's not going to DFA him. You got Harrison, who's playing better right now. Larry Garcia is not getting paid out. all this money. Let's well, they're all paying him for what they're giving yeah. him. They're not going to DFA. They're not going to DFA Garcia. I know, and this is all just for fun because the Marlins aren't trading Jazz. But yeah, I mean, why they they're paying? Fucking I would have, and fucking eating more than they were paying Larry when they DFA'd both of them. I would rather have the side we'll your deal had a bullpen guy or some sort of pitching help, which they before are a I second mean, before bro, a second baseman. We left all realms of things that'll really happen like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so let's just put it that way. But once Mitch said that uh ninety-five percent socks were winning the AL Central, this show. He's not <laughs> being realistic anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but I put it at 100, percent guys. I didn't even see. Th- I did not see this on Saturday. If AJ Pollock got on base Saturday, he was walking to the on deck circle as Pollock lined out, which he does a lot. That's the other thing. You think the White Sox could trade? Didn't AJ- fly out. That's the, think, he does that a lot more. You think the White Sox could trade AJ Pollock? They should. They're not going to. I because it'd have to be a team that I think is contending, and then get like equal value for back to the Dodgers. Yeah, 
I mean, maybe. Honestly, it would, maybe. It would like, literally be for nothing. It would just be like cash nope. con- cash considerations. Nope. Give me Gavin Lux or no deal. Tony wouldn't play him. No. Too young. <laughs> Too young. <laughs> Too young. Have to get Gavin Sheets out there. But speaking of this, Alex and Beef, shout you guys. Man, I've I've had FOMO. I'm missing out on White Sox events previously, but that Minnesota trip looked. The White Sox were well represented. I love that the 108 got love on the broadcast too. That was great too. But did they only go to That's one a game? Great the Sox it's machine. a very underrated. I took a trip up there last year, and I was surprised because, like on TV, it looks very underwhelming. Very, but it's very. It's, it's nice. a solid state. I enjoyed myself at that stadium. It's a it's a good time up there. Um. I think they were there for every game except for Sunday. Oh, okay. Nice. So, yeah. AJ looked like need, great weather, too. Yeah, we need AJ Pollock to figure it out in the second half of the season. You have Adam Angle, though. Who's – yeah, let's go. He's I'd play playing. Adam Angle at this point more than AJ. Adam Angle AJ's comes defense in. has been brutal, too, which he was brought in to be a defensive upgrade. And if you look at the numbers, it's been, it's been rough out there. Adam Angle comes in. Luis Robert leaves. Everyone's like, oh, fuck. Everyone's worried about it. And then he comes in. It's a 3-1 bomb to fucking put the cushion. Oh, it was great. He's I didn't like guy, too. Like, he started to figure it out at the play. He just can't stay healthy. Like, I feel like every time he started to swing the bat well, it's always some small injury that springs up with him. I just need I need an update on Luis Robert. Are you guys take a flight on Wade Miley? He's coming back from injury. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me jury. Call it a day. No, Wade Miley, a starting pitcher. You guys need a lefty. I'm good. Do you guys need a lefty? I mean, you could never have enough pitching, I guess. Jose Quintana. I hear the Pirates are trying to deal. You want it to? I don't want it. Why not? He's been great. He's been great. Yes. Am I? What? Yes. Just Just because team, he's on a shitty team doesn't mean he hasn't been good. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. I don't trust you. You try to sell me shitty players to the White Sox. All he the time. had like one. He had like a recently bad start against the Rockies, but that was in Colorado. Those don't count. I know there's a very big faction of White Sox fandom that would love to have Q back. Yeah, I'm pulling up the Savant page. Hold on, I'm waiting for the lot of blue, lot of blue, lot of blue. Okay, blue. I overstated it with great. He's been decent. He's got a. F- 3.99 ERA. It's in the threes. 81 strikeouts and a 1.34 whip. Uh, those are better numbers than like half your rotation. Eh, I don't really think so. No. <laughs> He's, those are better than Giolito and Lynn and just those two guys. Yeah, I don't know about it. I mean, if <laughs> they're giving them away, like if it's like some prospect I've never heard of, why not? No, you know, you know what's going to end up happening. He's going to get traded to the Twins. You know what's going to be really cool is when Brian Reynolds gets traded to the White Sox. Well, that's not going to get his head. <laughs> if we're just throwing shit out there. Yeah, well, speaking of a left-handed bat, or I guess Brian Reynolds is a switch hitter, but if you guys mm-hmm. want another DH first baseman, Daniel Vogelbach from the Pirates. We're good on the guys beefy that dude, can't That move. guy can hit. We are good <laughs> on guys that can't move. We got yeah. plenty of those guys. Plenty of those guys. I can see the Sox uh, trading for Michael Givens. Cubs reliever. I'm just going to throw out every Cubs 
Yeah, uh, I, I was going to say, uh, have, have we gone through the entire Cubs roster yet? Because I feel like we're close. <laughs> There's literally, right now, you can make an argument. Or the only player on the Cubs that the White Sox would, I, I think, even entertain training for is Ian Happ. You guys need hey, Robertson. Yeah, David Robertson. You guys need another uh, yeah, okay. solid. Get him back. Or you just give us morale. Morale for Mankata. Schwindel save some Mankata. money. Save some money for when you guys go after Aaron Judge in the offseason. Yeah, because you know the White Sox and those big free agents. They're always in the hunt. Is Aaron Judge got a cousin that plays? <laughs> sign him up. Yeah, sign him up. <laughs> Seriously, if I was Aaron Judge's cousin right now, I'd be like, call the White Sox and be like, hey, you know, my cousin really wants to go. Uh, and his best friend. Four, four, four. Yep. Everybody. And some guy hire his played, dad as in the coaching staff. Some dude. guy that he played uh, high school baseball with. Just go the entourage route. Just hire all his friends. Hire yeah. him. Just give him bullshit positions with the socks. <laughs> yeah. No, Rick Hahn loves to spend money and add to the bullpen. So it's it's probably inevitable. Inevitable. How many trades do you think? Oh, let's do over under two trades for the Sox. Over. Push. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, one and a half. I'd take the over. Yeah, push. I was looking this up last year. The Cubs traded just in July, or I think I mean that's where they did the trades in July. They traded eight players. Cubs and... will make. I'll put the Cubs at over under three and a half trades. Oh, way over. I think they're guaranteed to trade at least three relievers. And the White Sox guaranteed three relievers are out. White Sox will probably take one. Yeah. Chris Martin, maybe. World Series experience. I've seen a lot of Robertson back to the Yankees. David Robertson, yeah. Probably one. uh, The Twins would be smart to call. Fuck that. You can't trade with the Twins. But we'd take away like their future star. So you'd want that. I don't think I don't think Robertson's getting a future star. <laughs> no, well, you don't know. See, now it's not going to happen, and whoever the Cubs are going to trade for, that guy's going to come out of nowhere, and he's going to ruin your life for the next five years. I don't believe you. <laughs> uh... <laughs> They're going to come up with another Louisa Roz that uh, Tony La Russa is going to be scared of instead of Veteran Buxton. By the way, with Tony La Russa, he's ended up being right about that. Mm-hmm. Louisa Roz is in like 350. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and also, contrary to reports that we were seeing, I don't think Tony's going anywhere. No, no. Granted, stuff like that is very fluent, fluid, and fluent, and fluent. But things change, and affluent. But now, does anyone know what his contract status is? By the way, like how long? I thought he got contract? a three-year deal. Three? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was pretty sure it was a three-year deal. Do you think he makes it all three years? I don't know. I do not <laughs> feel confident in that, to be honest with you. All right. Well, he'll get a he'll get a contract extension when the when the White Sox come back to win the division this year. Oh yeah, no. that's it. <laughs> Jerry's gonna be like, "See, I told you." I don't know. Could you imagine if like Dallas, if the Twins signed Dallas Keuchel? Oh, oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, oh, oh. I hope that happens. That would be another amazing. left-hander to beat up on. 
I know that'd be fucking amazing. I'd put your house, not my house. I put your house though on the over for that night if the Sox were to play the Twins and Dallas Keuchel was starting for the Twins. Oh my God, the White Sox would have thirty balls hit up the middle though. I wouldn't even be trying to hit home runs. <laughs> Liam That's Hendricks right. first pitch out of the dug out of the bullpen. He just throws it in the Twins into dugout. the dugout. <laughs> Tell you who had the best time at the All Star Game, Liam Hendricks. Oh yeah, Golden. oh all the time. Liam Hendricks is like such his a cool his guy. Instagram. He took a selfie with every player, and the, the it was tripping me out because you know on Instagram like you slide through all the pictures. Yeah, Liam Hendricks makes the exact same face, like nothing is out of place. Like it's the exact same face in every. It looked like he just, That's why he's well, like no, perfect it, 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 in July. It literally looked like he photoshopped his picture and like selfies and he just used the same one it's all the same pictures but my man's had a good time hopefully they recruited a little bit you know they're ta and liam were buddying up with julio ta was being weird a lot of a lot of shots of ta and byron buxton together i mean i know they did a lot of trade no they did they did a they did a lot of like campaigns and stuff like that together and all that shit so like i know no no no. let's think this out they correa leaves after this year they trade Correa. they do the white flag trade and then they trade for tim anderson in the off season oh you got ta going there (laughs) i got byron patrolling right field for the white Sox. good god that, that's the funny thing, though. White Sox fans, some White Sox fans would hate Byron Buxton. You know why? Because they'll be like, oh, he only hits 225. Oh, and they'd be, laugh. He hits I, enough home runs. And people I know, but they wouldn't, that, they'd so. be like, he only hits 225. I was Twitter lurking, I think it was yesterday. And some of my friends on Twitter, Bruhan Luke, and some other people were talking. I forgot who they were talking to. I already closed out Twitter. I'm not pulling it up. And the question was asked, who would you build a team around? And it was uh, the all-star from Kansas City. I can't even think of his name right now. Oh, uh, Bobby Whitt Jr.? No, no. No, he didn't make it. Uh, build Benint- around. So who would you rather go for, right? Benintendi or Byron Buxton? Byron Buxton. Wait, 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 was this a serious discussion? Serious question. And the guy in question was taking Benintendi. And he good, was trying to, good. and he was trying to talk circles around it, like he's like, Ben Teddy has a better average. He gets on base more, blah blah blah. Like he was throwing all like Buxton's, not very Buxton like first half in his face to like justify why he wouldn't pick Buxton in this scenario. And he was sticking it to it, those damn Canadians by not taking their facts. That's probably something. That, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, what... that probably came up too. I can't. Oh, I completely forgot though how he just completely fucked Kansas City by that, because no one in the AL East can take him now. Yeah, I mean they could. You just couldn't be playing big games against Toronto. Mm-hmm. In Toronto. Yeah, because <laughs> Toronto's starting to figure their shit out too. Mm-hmm. AL East is going to be a dog fight. Andrew Bentendi has a career one ten WRC plus. Uh, Byron. Be... 198 Buxton uh, has a career. Also plays a gold glove center field. Um, yes. Oh, shit. Never mind. 
<laughs> that did not go Wait, how you why wanted is it to so go. Bad? Iron Buxton go. 104? This guy's a bum. What was I thought talking I'm about? I'm guessing injuries and shit. Yeah, no, it's the injuries. Yeah. I mean, he had like a negative two and what what are the years though? Yeah, Maybe. it's the injuries. And I mean that's a point, but I mean it's hard. Yeah, it's just me. one point. The dude slugs, he plays gold glove defense. You can steals bases. Yeah, he does everything, dude. All right. Well, we have hit the 108 mark, aka the two hour mark on the show. So, you guys got anything else before calling a night? Uh, expect a lot of trades starting next Monday. And we'll be here to cover all of them. And again, next week we will be uh, recapping the the trade or the draft. Mitch, anything before we go? Oh, we didn't even talk about the. Chicago NASCAR we'll, Minute. Yes. All right, so yeah. NASCAR right, Minute go with ahead, Mitch. Mitch. NASCAR Minute with NASCAR Mitch. Minute with NASCAR Mitch. Oh, yep. there's so many ways I can go. There's a lot that happened this past week. Uh, new winner, Christopher Bell, because Chase Elliott didn't take enough tires, but we don't have to get into that. Um, you got to take tires. Oh, wait. He didn't take enough tires. Time. Well, no, he did like a two-tire change. The other guy had four, so then he kind of ran out of stuff near the end. You can't do two-tire changes. I literally thought, yeah. Mitch, that he just ran out of tires, and he couldn't replace. I thought he, I thought he pulled out no. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> And was just like no tires, short term no game, long term loss, baby. Though uh, so the big news was from the week before the Chicago Street Course. So Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan's team, uh, they just added a guy, Tyler Reddick, uh, to the team. He's a new upcoming driver. The problem is Tyler Reddick is already under contract. Yes, exactly. Uh, he's already under contract though for next year with RCR Racing. So now he's kind of a lame duck for yeah, next no year care. and he drives a chevy right now michael jordan's team toyota team so now he's not gonna be able to get any of the info from him for a year and obviously rcr is kind of pissed because of that so that was big shake up and then the road course coming to chicago I, this is exciting um i'm happy for it. all these nascar fans are always like oh you know it's dangerous in chicago i don't want to go there yada 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 just stay the one, races to move on yeah exactly one the race <laughs> isn't really for them it's uh it, it's the growth sport uh, two, they had a race in East St. Louis. Didn't hear anyone complaining about oh, getting shot there. Uh, so, you know, double standards. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think it's going to be cool. I think it's a great venue. Um, the track they laid that. out, it's a lot of blind right-hand turns. There's some good passing zones as far as street courses go. So. I said that when I saw the, the map. I said good passing zones all over the place. <laughs> there you go. Um, they yeah, did it. I they did like an iRacing race there a couple of years, which is kind of like a simulator. They have iRock like, racing, like Camaros. No, no, it's like oh. a. <laughs> <laughs> they call it i. So it's like um, it's it's basically a video game, but it's more of like a simulator. They have an iRacing, and they did like a Chicago street course during like COVID. They last year they oh. ran it on there. So um, sorry, I just had like ten things come to mind when I said iRock racing. But go ahead. Uh, no, but anyway, I think I think it's gonna be a cool track. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of stuff to do that weekend, so you know. There better be if they're closing down downtown on Fourth of July yeah, they're, weekend. They're closing they're closing Logistics could be a nightmare. Not gonna lie, I like it though mostly because all these like toothless townies in Tuscaloosa are complaining about it. They're like, oh, you know, it should be in Daytona on the Fourth of July. I'm not going to Chicago. It's dangerous. It's like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. But the city's yeah. getting a lot of money out of it, isn't they? I think so. That's what I like about. So it. are you gonna go? Fuck no. Come on. But, relive the Florida days. No. I uh <laughs> I tend to not go further north than 35th Street or where my office is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's not gonna happen. Um I'll watch it. 
someone's will you? I I did see someone say that this course is set up where there should be some gnarly crashes. Oh yeah, because like I said, there's a lot of really sharp, blind right hand and the turns. passing zones. Although we just talked about this, the asshole. passing zones. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Come on. A lot of action on the yeah. A lot of. But action it kind of needs to be, especially because Chicago, obviously Midwestern market, and they're trying to grow the sport. So like the the racing is going to have to be good. And on most like if you look at Monaco for F1, the race is always shit because whoever wins the pole, there's no passing in it is going to win the race. So you kind of have to have some spots to pass. Otherwise, it's just going to be a procession line for two hours and that's going to be boring. So if they want this thing to work out, they got to have some passing. But there you go. Enough NASCAR bullshit. Love it. Today. Mitch, pick a winner one year ahead. Yeah, one year, one year ahead. One year ahead. What is okay. your prediction for the 2023? <laughs> uh, we'll go. I hate to say it because oh, no. I don't like him, but Chase Elliott. He's a very good road course racer. Mm. So you don't yeah, like Chase like, Elliott, though, I thought. I don't. But yeah. that's he's what I using his head, though. If I had oh. to, if I had to put money on it, that's why I would take. I mean, everybody know Zo. Everybody knows Chase Elliott. He's a good. He's a good uh, road course racer. Yeah. yeah. Um, how how is he at rubbing? Because rubbing is racing. Because rubbing is racing. Rubbing is racing. <laughs> yeah. He, he's Joey Logano is more of a rubber. Uh, oh. Yeah. Clip yeah. that all though. <laughs> all right. You, I just set that bait so easy. You just went right into that bad boy. All right. So for although. NASCAR Mitch, who apparently is into dudes rubbing, and I'm Southside, so more trading uh, paint. That uh, that was poor terminology. Trading paint. Oh, I like that. Yeah, there you go. All right, but uh, thanks for everybody that stuck around with us tonight. Thank you for everybody in the comment section. Uh, hopefully, we have a fully intact K Fids with us next week when we do our uh, draft recap. We got some great guests lined up. Uh, if a trade does happen. You know, we're always quick to jump on Twitter. So follow us at Pinwheels Ivan Pod. You'll find all of our individual handles there. Oh, shit, Mitch, I got to add you to the bio. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you guys start putting in those NASCAR bets. We'll see you guys next week. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantes or the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the board, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. This is what you waiting for. You can put it on the board. Every season they get all changed Take me out to the bar game This is what you're waiting for, yeah You can put it on the board, yeah Every season they get all changed